With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This week on the program, my goodness, Stephen Tobolowsky has a fabulous death in this movie. It's single white female. I'm Andrew Jupin. Stephen Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Jordan Searles. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. This one's a long time coming. It's Single White Female from 1992, directed by Barbe Schroeder, uh, director of a lot of things, including Barfly and soon to be episode at some point, Murder by Numbers. uh, And joining us on the program to talk through this legendary motion picture is film critic and co-host of the Bad Romance podcast, our old friend Jordane Searles back on We Hate Movies. How you doing? So happy to be back, especially for this film. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start there. What uh, What is your personal history with this motion picture? Um. So I am a Jennifer Jason Lee obsessive, which is like a very... <laughs> Understandable. So, <laughs> so there was just like one like three month period where I just sat and watched all of her movies. Like it was a project. I actually did write something at the end to make it useful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I just watched everything and I was obsessed with this one just because of how good she is, but Mm. how weird the movie is. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, Steve, you kind of hit the nail on the head last night when we were chatting about this, like, it's a lifetime movie, but with like really good performances in it, yes. like with legitimate actors and whatnot. And a great and, you know, real, real directing and real cinematography sure. and like all the things you don't see. In real like score, movie. real editing. Real I thought for a second, Jordan, you were like, oh, I'm a I'm a Jennifer Jason Lee, like in this movie. Like, oh, yeah, I, I guess I'm more I, I'm like, if, if, we're, if we're casting ourselves, I'm more of a Graham, I think. <laughs> Just kind of <laughs> oh, hanging no. out upstairs with the, with the cat, possibly. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> I don't I don't think that there is any parallel to me in this movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, but yeah, this is a movie we did. We were it's been on the docket for a really long time. We've always wanted to talk about it because it is that kind of bonkers 90s mid tier movie that you don't see that much anymore. Do not make and- these movies anymore. They just do not do it. <laughs> No. And we always wanted to talk about it, right, Steve? Because at our old apartment uh, with you, me, and Chris, right? Our old place together mm-hmm. where we were, we were having quite a, that was quite a living situation. But <laughs> was it in, ever? In this movie, there is <laughs> there's the it. photo of Steven Weber on the refrigerator, him like hanging on a chain link fence. Yes. And I don't know what we did. I guess we, 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 we froze frame it and we printed it out. And that was on our refrigerator for the entire time we lived there. 
And I totally forgot about it until you texted about it. And then I saw it in the film. Years. Heartthrob. It was years because it was, I think, I forget who was, we watched it together. It was maybe me, Chris, and Jen, or me, Eric, and Jen. Uh, end of a long night, we watched it. And that that um, Stephen Weber kind of just holding onto the chain link fence. is a, <laughs> it, It's like a little kid, kind of the way he's holding onto it. But it's it sort of sexy because it's 90s Stephen Weber. And it just captured our imagination for years, didn't it? I mean, oh, I remember yeah. watching it with you, Steve, because okay. I was I, I was I, I was really peeved at the uh, dog throwing scene. Definitely, like I was like, "Oh, that's just a puppet." How does this lady up there know that that's a dead dog? If I was up there, I'd be like, "What's that? That's that, is that some? Is that a garbage can?" <laughs> I don't know, you know man. I, I think it's clearly a fucking dead dog. I, I, you need to get glasses. I don't know. No. I don't believe it. <laughs> That's what happened to Eric Clapton, right? Like, oh. uh, he tossed his... <laughs> he's, no, no, he's an asshole now. I can say. I'm, he oh, that's true. He's a huge asshole now. <laughs> yeah. So he just threw his kid off a building and then was like, the window. It's the fucking window. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the most accurate reporting I've ever heard from Eric Siska. <laughs> on yeah, the, yeah, the tragic yeah. death of, I don't know. <laughs> Sid Clapton or whatever yeah, tiny, the kid's no, name was. Keep the Clapton out of a tiny child we're talking yeah, about. You know, here. That, <laughs> yeah, you know, I already, I regret I it already. Just, I wish Eric threw himself off instead. That's the bear. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, it's been interesting watching this movie again because the first time I watched it, it was like, I think like 2017. Well, probably before that. It had been on cable a bunch of times. But the first time I watched it as an adult and like fully registered what was going on was like 2017. But between that time and now, I've seen the It's Always Sunny episode, Mac and Dennis Move to the Suburbs. <laughs> oh, <And> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, when it got to yeah. the dog, I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Is this question, is this movie an erotic thriller or just a thriller? Because we've got a lot of sexy stuff going on in quotation marks, it's, but it's, not. It's not like full. Like I think if the sex club scene was longer, it would be an erotic thriller. But like because it's only thirty eight seconds and goes nowhere, it's not. Well, yeah, it's a I horny mean, thriller, not an yeah. erotic or a horny okay. thriller. Because there's no, there's no real like eroticism here. There, I mean, I guess I don't know the the first like sex scene with uh, uh, Fonda and Weber is like maybe something, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't qualify erotic thriller. Yeah, sex is not portrayed like in a good light in this film, I would say. Mm. No, because like Bridget Fonda is kind of, you know, it, she has like this good girl air to her. And every single time the camera looks at her, it's just like, isn't this an angel? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. beautiful redheaded angel. And the nudity is very disparate in that way. Like Jennifer Jason Lee is like naked almost this entire movie. And then like only at the end when Fonda is getting changed whilst like pretty much at gunpoint, you see sort of some nudity you're, there. You're seeing butt. You very see a lot of on, You see Fonda's butt when she's leaving uh, her sex den to stop the, the, the divorced wife's uh, message at the beginning thing. That's that a fucking thing. bold. That's a barn burner of a move, lady. <laughs> 
Wait, who? The ex-wife calling yes. in the middle oh, of the night? Oh, definitely, man. She oh, knows yeah, yeah. She's throwing fucking Molotov cocktails in that relationship. <laughs> yeah, but at the it's same time, fucked up. what is Steven Weber doing? By the way, he does show ass and hang a little brain in this. Does, does he? Definitely happening. Hand. Definitely happening in this. Appreciate it's a, it. It's a blink and you miss it, but that's what the pause button was invented for. <laughs> but he went to, so he's dating Bridget Fonda, right? He goes to his ex-wife's and sleeps with her, comes, goes to Bridget Fonda's and then sleeps with her. Like, I feel like this guy's playing. He he wanted to get the two for well, that day. I mean, he's a piece of shit. That's not up yeah. for debate. Like, he's definitely a piece. Of, the way he deals with this whole thing, like, call back later. I'm sleeping <laughs> now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know we were completely separated and everything, but yeah, and I fucked you. So what? Shut up. Go away. You got to make a that's huge like his attitude. right here. Like, you got to say, like, he's got to pick up that phone immediately because Bridget Fonda's like, oh, it's your ex-wife. And he's like, you know, tell her to call back. You pick up that phone immediately. You take as long as it takes in that conversation. And then when you hang up the phone, you tell Bridget Fonda some lie like, oh, her dad died. Yes. And I got a fucking phone call about that. Bridget Fonda, your dad died. This is a conversation. (laughs) This is a conversation that takes place in the bathroom, by the way, because you're like, oh, what? Let let me just take it. What's going on? You know, that, yep. that's the that's absolutely just, as opposed to like pawning it off on her. It's the early 90s. You definitely have a ton of portable phones in this movie. Like, sure, you can do it. You can take that phone into the bathroom, Stephen Weber. Absolutely. We it, should it, say if you're, purchase alum, Stephen. Oh, Weber. oh, wow. Oh, I did I not know, know that. that. Do yeah. I, I mean, maybe I was just too young to remember, but like, do um, answering machines just start fucking going off <laughs> while you're not touching them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and as can. loud wow. as possibly, yeah. That's that's a bad situation. You you want that to just like not play out. You know what I mean? Like, and then check it later. But though, no, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, sounds what- like in that household they were big into call screening because mm. you cranked it all the way up so you could just hear, you know, wherever you were in the house or whatever. You know, if you were screening your calls, you want to make sure that volume is all the way up. But yeah, big mistake oh, here on Stephen Weber's when part. it records, you hear it. Yeah, it, yeah, it projects it. Yeah. No, to, to to Jordan's point, that's a that is weird to think about now. Like anytime you get a voicemail, like you're at a business meeting and it starts yelling <laughs> at everyone. You know what I mean? Like it's a bizarre concept now with hindsight. Well, yeah. also like they must have the first like the first year the answering machine, like the first big answering machine that came out. They must have gotten just like tons of letters from guys like. You fucked up my affair. She found out immediately. And they're like, okay, maybe we make a silent option. Maybe we can just hear, maybe just loads on the tape without hearing anything. Also, just like, that's just, she, the ex-wife, just like, maybe the bitch that I respect the most in this movie. Yes. She, she just, she just like blows up his spot in like such an intense way. Like he's just like a fucking rapper or something. Why are you so why are you so pressed about this man? Like he's like he's handsome, but it's like it's not that serious. I don't know. They portray him as like the hottest piece of ass on the upper west side. They really do. And he's like gonna He's going to like introduce her to this world of his and everything like, oh, wait, do you meet this friend of mine and that friend of mine? And I'm like, how long has she been living in the city? Like, why is she just starting this now? Like, I don't. And it's also weird, too, because in this same exact conversation, they're also talking about like how they're going to get married. And I'm yes. like, so what? status is this relationship at like how long have you been together where like she doesn't have any friends in the city but you're also about to get married it's a engaged great question at first sight baby oh the shit new, the, the new show from bravo engaged at first sight <laughs> i don't understand this at all lisa the ex-wife 
she just has sex, curses this guy out, and never is in this movie again. You're yeah, right, Jordan. She really wins. She's she's got. She, it. she won because she didn't have to be involved in any of this bullshit. And she's got a dog at home, totally safe. Yes, <laughs> thank God. So, but Bridget Fonda's character is what, what's the deal? So, she broke up with a business partner, I guess, and in the deal, she also got a rent controlled apartment. Ah, yeah. I don't Tobo know. Tobo has like, some line that is yes, a little vague yeah. about everything. Because it's a weird, like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg v. the Winklevoss twins kind of situation. So maybe it was a thing where, like, that apartment they used as, like, the headquarters for the operation or something. And, like, the business LLC was on the lease, but, like, I, also Bridget Fonda's name was on the lease or something. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe they don't care at the end of the day, but like it is a good explanation for how she has this insane apartment. It's nuts. Well, she's a struggling startup person. This apartment is so beautiful <laughs> that I just like, I almost started crying. Like, how dare you? <laughs> like, like, I'm in a rent-controlled apartment right now, but it's not like two bedrooms and fucking huge Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cavernous. This looks like a castle of some kind. <laughs> well, I think it's that's pretty nuts. That's why Steven Weber's trying to get back there. It's not, I mean, Bridget Fonda's gorgeous, the same situation, but like, you're like, fuck that apartment, though, man. That was th- those windows, the wrought iron situation. It's a yeah. nice apartment. Did you it's see that kitchen? So nice. Oh, what do you think? it's so beautiful. <laughs> you think, uh, so you think the ex wife Lisa's living in some like railroad thing downtown? Is that the deal? <laughs> That's and why also, he left. Yeah. <laughs> What are they doing with Jennifer Jason Lee's unoccupied room in the beginning? Playing fucking full full touch football in there? Because you can. It's enormous. <laughs> it's so big. Everything's so big. But one thing that I really, really want to address early on is that, like, I just do not believe that this woman is a software developer at mm-hmm. all. It's not <laughs> even because it's not even because she's hot. It's just because, like. She just, it just seems like she works for a publishing company. And every single time I see her, I just think publishing. Like she works at Penguin Random House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird because also like the lines they give her to talk about this thing. The the software is some sort of like thing catered to fashion designers uh, where you can like see the clothes. And it's also helping you with like accounting and stuff like that. I think that's what the Riddler uses in Batman Forever when he's designed his costume. <laughs> yeah, it's kind yeah, of it. the closest thing I could think of, like <laughs> okay, computer program wise. Oh, it, it might be what Cher had in her closet in Clueless. That's oh, a similar yes, that type too. of yes. thing going oh, on. Oh yes, I totally forgot about that one. You're right. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. maybe after this movie, she uh, this character got a little successful with this <laughs> software thing. But it's I, weird because all her lines are like, okay, because she's hired on by Tobo. And this company that he runs to to install the software and then train all of his employees on how to use it. And all of her lines are like, and then you just hit enter. And then you just hit enter. <laughs> and then you just hit enter. And there it is. <laughs> there's the program. And there's nothing like, there's no specifics. She doesn't talk about it in any great detail. Yeah. I feel like if anything, they sort of like reverse engineered a reason for like Tobo to come to the apartment at the end of the movie. And yeah. it's like, well, what if it was some work-related emergency? And then somehow that turned into, like, what if her software was going to self-destruct? Which I mean, is I, pretty dumb. It's just she's so fashionable. I just don't believe yes. that she works with computers. I really right. don't. 
and she's almost never shown doing so. Yeah, you know what I mean? No. Or like really no. cramming on some code or whatever. You know what I mean? That never happens. Steve Weber opens a door one at one point to reveal a computer. I was like, oh, there it is. There's your fucking livelihood. It's in the corner. I love the scene in this movie where she's explaining to Jennifer Jason Lee that you can use computers to buy airline tickets. Yes. It's just such a quaint. I understand the technology was only, you know, so far along, but it's just kind of funny watching that stuff now. And Jennifer Jason Lee's got some line like, you can you can buy things on the computer. Oh my so god. Uh, it reminds great. me of the nets. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. oh, Where yes. she orders food from pizza.net. Yeah. <laughs> and we all thought great. that was a big joke back then. We thought it was ha ha. Little did we <laughs> yeah. know, right? Seamless Grubhub, etc. That's right. And they all only sell pizza and only right. in Sandra Bullock's neighborhood. I do love the Stephen Tobolowsky intro scene where he take they, she takes him out to lunch. He's a fashion magnate of some kind and all this expo dump info dump. Yes. That like, uh, cause she, she's like, all right, this is the plan. This is what I'm going to charge you. And he takes like, Oh no, I know that your partner screwed you over and you have a rent controlled apartment now because of it. I'm like, how is that public information? <laughs> I don't know where, where he got this from. We were a long way from the freedom of information act. Are they just mentioning it at cocktail parties or something? <laughs> oh, that could be. Yeah, oh, listen, you if you hire this woman for her computer program, she got this sweet apartment and some breakup with her, like, co-founder. Use that to exploit her, definitely. Because he's like, oh, and that means your overhead is low. That apartment is huge. <laughs> Tobo says he called the former partner, so maybe she dished oh, on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who knows that if Tobo's just got that side of the story, who the fuck knows what the real situation is? You know, maybe this other lady was just blowing smoke too. Tobo, Tobo's got a great line here though. Cause she goes, uh, she goes, okay. Cause he says like, here's what you're going to do it for like amount of money wise. And she's like, all right, well I think, and she goes to like do like another figure and he goes, Oh, don't embarrass yourself. This is my <laughs> final offer. I was like, holy shit. Tobo is cutthroat businessman. Yikes. If this it's- was my boss, man, I would have such a hard time. Like, I love Tobo, but just the sound of his voice, him being like, oh, don't embarrass yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't embarrass myself. Okay. It is. It is. It's a weird look for him. I mean, this whole movie is. Uh, it's kind of jaw dropping how gross he gets. This is like the biggest scumbag he's ever played, right? For sure, right? It Mississippi burning. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> okay. Uh, non huge racist scumbag. Sure. 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 How sure. about that? <laughs> yeah, he's the only person in this movie who's like constantly like it's not even that it's erotic but he just like constantly like radiates sexual energy like he yeah. needs to fuck so badly <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that like coke sex kind of thing he's got going on i think i would have appreciated a quick scene of him doing a little fucking booger sugar you know what i yeah. mean yeah was tobo himself uh it was this his sugar days i i know he had them from uh the tobolowski files good yeah. show i don't remember the single white female episode I don't know that he ever did one when I was listening, but as far as I recall, he like kicked the coke well before this. Okay, uh, it so. might be the uh, single white female, but I'm planning on do multiple white lines <laughs> while I'm on the set. 
Uh, so her upstairs neighbor, played by Peter Friedman uh, from uh, Succession, and um, oh, what was that Hulu cult show? That I'm he was glad on? you brought this up because I'm like the only. I the think path. you and I are the only two people that watched yeah. the path. Yeah, Jordan, did you watch the path? Did you react to the path? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Steve, did you guys finish it though? Because we gave up in that final season. I did too. But his character, uh, Peter, what's his name? Pe- Friedman. Peter. Peter Friedman was my favorite character on that show. It was a, I'll take it. Here's the three second elevator pitch for him. It was, it was a cult that uh, it's all about being on a ladder. And like, if you're the, this rung, you, you have these responsibilities, et cetera, et cetera. But it was a cult that was really cool with smoking weed. Yep. And he was like in his sixties and he was just like, I'm cool with where I'm at, man. And just like getting <laughs> baked every episode. I like, this dude's got it wired. It was kind of great because that character, like you totally knew he didn't believe any of the cult shit, <laughs> yes. but it, his whole like mentality was like, well, if I can kind of just live in the Catskills and smoke dope every day, I don't know. Yeah, you can fucking put me on your ladder or whatever. <laughs> I mean, Friedman really does know his shit too. Like he's lucky too. Like he fucking he's on secession now. Like he's yeah. his shit's mm-hmm. done. He could fucking coast on that for the rest of his life. I assume. Uh, Re- I, really being like sixth build on a television show, on the biggest coast? TV show. I mean, like it's pretty. He's pretty big character. You know what? In the I show. think Chris. Chris, I think you got a great point here. Do not worry about Peter Friedman. Don't okay. say that. Oh come oh, on! Come on. I'm not. Just I'm not putting the evil on him. You may if you <laughs> oh, feel like man. it. I will say Graham, uh, Peter Friedman's Graham character, who we'll just call Graham from now on, is like he must be have it up to here with this downstairs neighbor because. She comes up after the, you know, after the first call, like she's Mm -hmm. in tears and he's like, Oh, you know, you can come in and sleep on my couch and blah, blah, blah. But he was creepily listening. He was. Yeah. That fucking ventilation system. But I'm just, I don't understand why this grown woman, because like there are scenes where I'm just like, this is a grown woman. And then there are Mm -hmm. scenes where I'm just like, is she 17 years old? What do you mean? What do you mean you can't sleep alone just because you found out this man is cheating? Girl, you have other things to do. This is fucking weird. Have totally. a bubble bath or something. Why are you messing with this man in the middle of the night? Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, you can't sleep alone? How about two things? Booze and television. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we will get lunch tomorrow and we'll talk about it, but it's four o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. Smoke a lunch. I keep my yep. weed in a drawer right next to my bed because Absolutely. that is where you fucking sleep. <laughs> it is incredible him just like listening through the vents though, isn't it? Like what a dirty bastard. And it's one of those like, well, I just, I can't help it. So I guess I just have to sit here and listen to it. Really oh, sick I would, shit. I would 100% be doing this, by the way. <laughs> what, really? If, you're you're if a I, vent if, listener? If I can hear it from the thing, what am I? I'm going to be like the crazy person who puts the fucking scotch tape on it like she does. No, like, turn, no I'm not, turn some music on or something. I don't know. Open a window. I, I mean, it's constant. If it's fucking down there, it's if it's the fuck sessions that have been going on downstairs, dude, you're hearing the, it all the time. That is the funniest part of this movie where like they're talking about all this crazy shit that is happening to Bridget Fonda over the past few weeks or whatever. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I know this isn't a great time to tell you, but I can totally hear it every time you have sex. Just an FYI. Have a good night. I can and I do. I also love how clumsily they reveal that he's gay. They do it like three times in a row. Like cause, yes. um, they're in the laundry room and they're folding laundry and she's trying to get over it. And he's like, you know, uh, whatever her name is, Allie. He's like, Allie, 
I won't let a guy get in the way of my dreams or whatever. And then later on, Bridget Fonda has to be like, oh, Graham, Graham is gay. Like she, she looks at the camera like, you know what I mean? Like we, we, do, right. we do a track I, helicopter I. shot where and she's like, he is what? gay. Like, I got it. When he raises his voice and, and she, she's like surprised and taken aback, he's like, what? I can be butch sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But it's he's like, also coded gay from his apartment because it's just like, well, he's got books and art, right? That's yes. what it is, right? And everyone? a cat, a cat named Carmen. He's a man who lives alone. He's got a cat with an impeccably decorated, nice ass apartment. Yeah, that's what that's what we're saying here. I mean, as you know, straight men, it's just a bed in there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. totally. Absolutely. And he's not aggressively hitting on Bridget Fonda, which tells you, okay, yeah, all right. The apartment uh, for a straight man is just a bed, some beers, and a photo of Steven Weber on the fridge, which is what we have. Actually, Bridget Fonda's bedroom in this movie is way closer to like a straight loner dude's apartment uh, than anything. Because she's got like a bed that I'm pretty sure is just on some cinder blocks on the floor. There's not much of a frame to speak of. Yeah, but her, also, her, there's no like posters from Caltech or whatever there, the fuck she went to school or something. There is or, nothing in the entire apartment. It looks like like she's doing this thing. Like I have to sleep in this haunted apartment for a night to get the inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did well, the partner funny. take all the furniture? I guess. Oh, that I mean, could th- be. That must be the only thing. The mattress was mine. Everything else she walked <laughs> out with. I just want to know who she talks to about nerd shit. There's got to be somebody. They were just like, oh, that's not sexy. Let's just take that out of the movie. I want the deleted (laughs) scenes of her just like talking about building her own computer. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because that's why it's horny is because all they could talk about is fucking like you would think you would make Graham that character who can talk a little shop with her a little bit. But all he is is like, you fuck boy, howdy. You do fuck, honey. And yeah, that's it. I'd, I'd love to talk about your operating system, but I'm far too horny to discuss anything that's not related to sex. Um, uh, so she decides because, and I mean, again, like it's rent control. She can make the rent. And she's like, you know what I would love in here? A total fucking stranger. And it's like, why? Well, doesn't Peter Friedman put the idea in her head, though? Doesn't th- he? Because she can't be alone for some yes. reason. It's just like, let's bring in a, like the burden of a stranger instead of just like getting a fucking hobby, maybe playing some video games. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Totally. It's 1992. The, mm-hmm. su- the Super Nintendo is right there. Yeah. It's or, right there. You can always fall back on some Duck Hunt. <laughs> some <laughs> exactly. classic NES. Look at your fucking apartment. Start a daycare in half of it. You still have the biggest apartment in New York. I mean, again, like, or find a bar, become a regular, make some friends with a capital F. Like, that's a good idea, right? You know what that's I mean? True. Like, yes. Um, we get this uh, montage of oh, bad roommates. The first one is the most problematic, and so much so, this woman is credited, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the actress is oh. yep. Tara Karjian Car- uh, as Manish Applicant, ladies and Oof. gentlemen. Very nice. Because and she is, oh yeah, Jordan just went, <laughs> just very, just to go a deep breath. Because it, it's a tough scene, isn't it? Isn't it tough? It's, this it's, is, yeah. This is the character that walks in and she's like, oh, there's so much construction projects I could do in here. Is that that one? Yeah, yes. she's wearing a leather yeah, yeah. jacket. She's Are you good the, with tools? Yeah. yeah it's, Knock it's, down okay. this wall here. Like, yeah, she's, of course, the most annoying of the fucking people that come yeah. in. Yeah. 
Other than the one that's talking about incest memories or something. Dude, and that you know what that is, though? That's an early 90s, we're making psychiatrist jokes. I guess. Because she's like, oh, yeah, yada, yada. This room looks really great. I'm an incest survivor, by the way. Something, something. I guess I should be telling my therapist about that. Well, I don't really remember what it was, but I survived something. it's just, it's fucking abysmal. Like, get that out of here. It's not funny. I noticed this in like a lot of movies. I mean, it mostly pops up in like rom-coms where it's just like, here's a montage of a bunch of different people and all of the and all of the weird types. It's like, oh no, they go to a therapist. Oh no, this person is trans. Oh no. Like it's like I just don't I don't know. I feel like if these things were more honest, it would just be like somebody you see somebody pick up a glass of lemonade in the apartment and then put it down on the table without a coaster and it's like okay (laughs) we're cutting to the next one yep yeah and it just it cuts to bridget fonda like hmm or just like grimacing at the non-use of a coaster definitely it's early 90s (laughs) it's just like oh i hope you love improv because my improv friends are here all the time it's like all right you're out you know what i mean like these are things that you don't want to see in an applicant it's it's not even like punchlines each time there's just that uh that one woman who just like walks around behind her Yes, and I don't like get it's that. just like looking at things. I'm like, oh, what, what's her problem? I think she's too uh, hot, possibly in quotation marks. Yeah, the way that she's framed is like she's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. I didn't understand that one, so that's funny. Yes. I also love that she's taking Polaroid pictures of every single one of these people, Dude, which is pretty weird. I would walk to me. the like if she's like, oh, by the way, I want to take a po- your photo bef- while you're applying for this apartment. Like, no, you're not. You're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's like. So you can remember who was who when you were having this cavalcade of applicants come through, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's to double check that they're all white. (laughs) Just to make (laughs) sure. (laughs) Well, because, like, it's it's interesting because, like, the short story that this is based on is called, like, Single White Female Seek Same, or the novel. And it's, like, I love that they don't, like, necessarily say it in this, but, like, it's very obvious that she would not live with a person who is not white because she seems to be, like, Afraid of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right, and the and the the screenplay here uh, changes that a little bit because I think when she you see her sort of like start typing out what the thing is, and she just writes single white female. I I don't recall I, if looking for same is I, in I, there. No, no, I think it says seeks female roommate West yeah. 70s. Yeah, yeah. 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 non smoker professional or preferred or something like that. Yeah. yeah, so they, but you're totally right. You get that vibe from that lady that's like, mm. she's putting uh, letters on applications for fucking sure, dude. Don't worry about <laughs> oh, it. Like, this man. is not, not, not a good person. She's, she's doing the Fred Trump model. That's yes. what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Take, take one of the smokers and just say they have to be outside. That'll give you plenty of time and you might get somebody who keeps to themselves, maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> It's tough. And then the, the, there's the perfect one, the one that she almost goes for. And like, uh, and then I think, does Steven Weber call and then she has a kind of a breakdown? Is that what happens? Or she just like, she just starts getting sad about the whole situation. She, she and Jennifer calls. Jason Lee oh, walks you know in the fucking, you know what it like is? Nosferatu. Here's what it is exactly, dude. She gets the, the, the fine, like fucking totally snow white looking lady. And she seems to be like, you know, problem free or so. 
uh, uh, Fonda sort of you know susses out here. So she's like, "All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to call this woman or whatever." She sees oh, yeah. the photograph of Peter Weber on the fucking fridge. That's what it is. And she's like, <laughs> and she like falls to the floor. And then yes, this is where uh, Jennifer Jason Lee walks in like Nosferatu. <laughs> she really does. She just appears out of the mist and is just like. And I don't you know, get what's going on there. Also, she's dressed kind of like Blossom, by the way, which mm-hmm, is unsettling. Sure. But like, wh- what are we doing here? Like, this is a nice ass building. What is the doorman situation? How are you just getting in? Well, yeah. it's an older building. And I guess this is like, it's all decaying or something. Like once we oh. finally get that movement down by the incinerator, it's like, I, I, I want to know the whole history of this building because it seems pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure if this one has a doorman. I don't think this one has yeah, a doorman. I guess it's the other not, one right, has a doorman. Because she's talking about like, oh, there's like the shitty elevator or whatever. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of um, that new, the new Hulu show, uh, Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short. That's <laughs> another weird shit happening in an Upper West Side apartment building. Is that is that worth a damn? I think so, yeah. We watched right. like the first three episodes. It's a lot weirder and more crass than I expected it to be. So that's, that's kind of something. Yeah, and Selena Gomez is good in it too. So I don't know. I would yeah. recommend it. Yeah. Um, so then like, so Jennifer Jason Lee comes in. This is her big moment. She walks in like Count Orlock and you know, they start talking for a second. And then like we have this instant like pseudo wet t-shirt contest yeah. where we're trying to fix the sink and everybody's just getting wet and it's fucking hilarious but jennifer jason lee demonstrates her value by being able to fix the uh the faucet without being mannish about it <laughs> <laughs> big air quotes totally yes. yeah but it's just funny because like they get absolutely soaked by this fucking sink and they're just like laughing about it like i wouldn't be laughing i'd be pissed off i'd be upset that this apartment looks so nice but i guess the amenities are pretty shitty i don't know not something to laugh about with new york city real estate well that's how you could tell she's desperate it's like she won't stop like laughing at it when it's happening (laughs) like she's like like uh, jennifer jason lee is way too happy to be getting sprayed in the face in this moment (laughs) she just walks in like she owns the place like she puts like a pot of tea on and like all of this shit and it's like i i just don't understand it because you don't want the butch lady but i don't know it's pretty it's pretty much right here she's basically it was very like like lesbian moving in with each other like very quickly and for me they just didn't want the leather jacket they thought that was too much but you're totally right though jordan because it's like butch lady ultra hot lady weird uh psychiatrist lady and even perfect princess lady none of them barged in and were like you know what i'm gonna start making tea i'm gonna start rooting through your cabinets to find what the kettle the tea bags the teacups like what are you doing that's the sign of this is going to be a problem right away you're not even moved in and you're rooting around through the cabinetry and she's like trying to take care of her it's it's very emotional immediately yes very much like we're moving in too soon with each other but again (laughs) i just want a roommate i want someone to help me with rent and like maybe occasionally we can like get stoned and watch a movie and but other than that we're like strangers would be fantastic ideal relationship right there Mm -hmm. i would say that's that sounds warm no but no they're like they are acting like a couple like they're hanging out in bed like just like holding each other watching old movies 
Well, that's what girls do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just show up and we immediately start taking off our clothes. Sure. And we get into bed with each other. Understood. <laughs> and the when pillow she... fights. <laughs> oh yes, of course. Always the pillow fights. Of course. Uh, but like really, like I don't know why this I don't know. I wouldn't want this bitch in my bed. I don't understand. Like I don't know where mm-hmm. she's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no application. You don't know if she has a job. Didn't like, even check her references. Nope, nothing. Well, Absolutely there, nothing. There's a weird part where she can't be on the lease or else they lose the red control status or something. Right. Yes, that's which right. Which is fine, but still like, okay, so like, could you give me the name of, you know, anyone else that knows you, you total stranger? You know, like, uh, and Jennifer Jason Lee is heady, by the way. Heady. Yes. Yes. As in heady yeah. Lamar. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, well, also... Big bad move here on Bridget Fonda's part because Allie's like, oh, hey, Hetty, you know what would be cool? You kind of dress like shit, I see. So <laughs> we're going to go to a store and I'm going to like show you how to buy clothes so you look a little more New York City. Because you know what? You really, I know I just said it, but Hetty, you look like shit. You kind of look like Count Orlock. Did you ever see that movie? <laughs> you look like fucking Nosferatu, King of the Dead. Did anybody have the idea to put I'm too sexy in this? Yes. Did anybody on set just like, just for a joke, just to get Schroeder really pissed off even, just to be like, (laughs) hey, you know what would be good here? Right said Fred. How do you just meet a person and you're just like, you know, we should just change your entire wardrobe right now. In a way, she's, well, you know, she kind of instigates this herself a little because it's like, yeah, you can dress just like me. Let's go shopping. This is what I buy. And then there's a part where it's like uh, she was going to get these these shoes and then, oh, no, Allie, you can get them. I'll just borrow them whenever. I'll just borrow them for murder. I swear, only for murder, I'll borrow them. I swear to God. They do set up everything in this movie, especially the murder shoes, because you see these things, and it's like, they are, you're walking on literal daggers, by the way. (laughs) Hey, sold another pair of those knife shoes. (laughs) They're selling like hotcakes. It's New York City in 1992. Sent five pairs to, what is this, Michael Myers. (laughs) He's over knives, folks. I guess. <laughs> when she, when when he, when Hetra shows up with that dog, it was just Ooh. wow. Like this is this is kicking this bitch out of the house. Here, there are so many yes. times where I'm just like, just kick her out. What the? Yeah, yeah. What are you? Who is this animal here? Do we even <laughs> yeah. know? Like on the lease, if you can have dogs, nope. was yes. there any conversation? No, it's just like here's a dog. It's almost just like she was trying to be like. Here's a way where we have to continue to be in contact and talk to each other. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it's it's totally engineered because she has some sob story about like, oh, they were giving out a litter of puppies at the supermarket or some shit. Meanwhile, you see right as the scene starts, she's got a receipt from like a pet store or something that's like $350 for a dog or something like right on the receipt. It says it. Yeah. And by the, Pet you know, Express. Allie ends up enjoying the dog's company after a while. And that was the solution all along. No roommate, yep. just yeah. get a dog. Just get a, dog. a dog, get a cat. Now, now you're not coming home to nothing. You know what I mean? Exactly. You have a little bit of room. And now you have this other person staring at you while you're sleeping. You know what <laughs> hey, I mean? Do you, right? really, do you really want to break out? Get a parrot. You know, mm. that's fun. Some people like that stuff. The thing with this, though, Jennifer Jason Lee, she can't be paying like Mark. She works for like Rizzoli's books. 
which mm-hmm. is who knows where. She cannot do market rate for this fucking gigantic apartment. What is she actually asking for, I wonder? Well, the question, though, that, what we find out later in the movie is her parents, who are desperately trying to get her back in a capital A asylum, are still sending her checks every month? Like, no, no, no. Like, that's you, if you know where this woman is, do you think she might be dangerous to herself or others? Then you have to be the parents and swoop in and take her somewhere. As yeah, to, or at least here's send two do- grand. Enjoy it. You know what no, I mean? Send Dr. Loomis after her for sure. <laughs> Look, honey, honey, we want you to uh, quit cocaine. Here's some cocaine. Here's Bridget some Fonda, there is pure evil living in your apartment and her name is Hetty. Mayor Giuliani, there is an evil coming to your town. <laughs> I know, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee's performance as Hetty is honestly one of my favorite performances from her because yeah. it's yeah. just like such a weird character and she makes it seem like an actual person. Like every, like I feel like I know her better than I know Bridget Fonda a yes. lot of the time. To a degree, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, even and, though it's like her like fake story, she's definitely giving more backstory then we get for Allie like that. Mm-hmm. You don't really know. You know, she at one point was maybe just about to marry Steven Weber. She has zero friends in New York City uh, and has this vague computer program related to fashion. Yeah, That's but you know, but you know Jen- Jennifer Jason Lee's parents, her her sibling issue, and everything else. It's it's bizarre that the the protagonist is nothing because I guess like a Lifetime movie, we're just supposed to see ourselves through Bridget Fonda. Like, imagine if I had a roommate. Oof! I don't even know why they open with the 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 little scene with the two twins. Like, is no. there any mystery as to who that is? Like, no, is, it's is, not. Is that- but it's it's so. I mean, I guess also it doesn't make. It doesn't matter, but I think it's just because you know immediately from the jump that she's full of shit because she's got some story about like, oh, I was a twin, uh, but the twin was... She says, I was supposed to be a twin, but the tw- the other kid was stillborn. Yes. And so that's like, all right, she's instantly lying. She's well, just well technically, up- technically, she didn't lie because the other kid was stillborn. <laughs> st- st- still got born, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. She technically wasn't lying. That's Did right. you hear that, Paul? Did you hear that? <laughs> Could I get a little stillborn music? Yeah, she was stillborn. Boom, 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 boom. Greatest band in late night, dude. Um, I do think, yeah, I mean, I do think that um, Jennifer Jason Lee does well when she plays like darker characters for sure. She's got yeah. that kind of, uh, she's great in Possessor too. Um, that what Annihilation, baby. Oh, she just has like one of those voices. Like I, I love her voice and the way that it like portrays like sarcasm, like cruelty, like emotion. Like she just constantly seems like there's so much conflict in everything that yep. she says. Well, because she does that thing where it's like she can be soft spoken but not mush mouth, which is kind of difficult to do as an actress. Like she really projects. Like you know, you know exactly all the syntax of what she's saying, but it's not. Um, it's not so big or broad, you know, or, or polished. It's not even yes. that pol- like I. But it's so funny that she started at fast in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, where she's like this total innocent, mm-hmm. and like that's yeah. her whole thing, and that's what she's acting up. And then she almost immediately moved over to this. Like not long after that, is buried alive. Ooh, previous fu- episode, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, she at, at close range, which is a super dark movie. Uh, Which one is that? Is Tommy Lee Jones in that movie? No, it's Christopher Walken and Sean Penn. 
Um, yeah. And she's the girlfriend, I think. Okay. Uh, she's Sean Penn's well. girlfriend, I think. It's uh, very good uh, if you get a chance. We just yeah, rewatched like, Fast Times uh, recently because I had the Criterion, and she is totally great in that movie. She she's is, yeah. One of the best performances in the film overall. She, Yeah, she's just such an incredible performer, especially, like, if you think about Annihilation and the yes. fact that, like, she doesn't really, like, get a lot of scenes, but the scenes that she do she does get is amazing. And, like, every single... I can't even hear the word Annihilation anymore without it being in her voice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. I'm due she for sets, rewatch on that, yeah. She sets the tone of the movie so perfectly, you know what I mean? She doesn't go in, she doesn't go in the bubble, if I'm not mistaken, right? She's outside the bubble. She's like, you guys have fun in there kind of a yeah. thing. But yeah. it is kind of a very, like... She does set the whole, yeah, it's it's perfect exposition. So uh, Allie agrees to cat sit for uh, Graham one evening. And this was honestly some of the biggest anxiety I had watching this movie was watching her carry this big bag from Zay Bars, Mm -hmm. especially because just on Sunday or was it no Monday? I was uh, at Zay Bars because I went to go see Shang-Chi uh, up at 84th Street, and I was like, oh, I'll pop into Zay Bars and uh, see about getting like a drink to sneak in or something. It was so crowded, and just like the anxiety of people like running around a tiny grocery store like that. I was like, no, 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 thank you. <laughs> it's a, uh, for folks listening at uh, outside of the five boroughs, it's a very famous uh, New York City grocery store, Zay Bars. When in town, visit Zay Bars. Well, Graham says something that I found very interesting because he's like, Allie, could you could you watch the cat this week? And she's like, Oh, of course, I love watching Carmen or whatever the cat's name is. He's like, great. And he's like, and this time, don't bother with the litter box. I don't. And it's like, oh my <laughs> god, his house smells like shit. shit. Yep. yep. Well, yep. although it's so big, maybe the cat has its own giant room. Oh, the cat just has a bedroom and it's filled with kitty litter, <laughs> yeah. you think? He's also got another great line that was like, he was about how, like, I guess the roommate's working for her. Her, she, He says, I was worried about you. You were so down. You looked like a Kennedy wife. Yeah, dude. Good nice little line. zing to the Kennedy yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. Slam those people. Get them. Give her a break. Her husband was killed. <laughs> 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 and uh but so like um and, and there's also a line in that scene where he's like oh you know it's weird i saw your roommate uh i never met her formally but I, he's like i thought it was you and i was running after her in the street and then <laughs> i realized it wasn't and i felt embarrassed like, why are you chasing me in the street dude back the fuck off seriously i mean i guess that's what you did before texting if you yeah. didn't know like when it was you were going to come in contact with someone again, so I better catch her now. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to see her again. If she's going to come over at 4 a.m. again to play cuddles, <laughs> yeah. you never know. You might need to so if I could say, no, I'm going to see my boyfriend tonight. God damn it. <laughs> it is sounding, though, like when he tells her this uh, funny story, it sounds like he was kind of getting aggressive, too. Like, because he says something about like, and by the time I you know, put my hand on her shoulder and whipped her around or something. Like that. It's like, what the fuck did you do to this woman just accosting her on the street like Tackling that? people. My lord, yeah. Take the L. We didn't miss, we didn't meet each other in the street. It's fine, man. I'll catch Absolutely. you on, catch you on the way back. But, you um, know, it establishes the creepy nature. There, You mm-hmm. know, there might be one half of a twin in your building. <laughs> There is one app of a twin living in your apartment building. 
I guess is that because it's also kind of a trope, right? That twins are creepy and weird. Yes, and now absolutely. because she lost the other one, she's trying to turn into her twin. Yeah. I mean, we find out later that that's a lot. Like the, 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 and it's kind of this weird. It's in the epilogues. You never. I mean, and I actually I'm fine with it. Like that you don't get the whole story. But like the 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 other twin daughter died and the and uh, Hetty blamed herself for it. So like when they were younger. Right. At some point well, for some other reason. And you, I thought you killed her or something. Well, you know? they, they the say kid there's drowned. Like, yeah, there's like a newspaper clipping or some shit oh, yes, okay. yeah. that says like nine-year-old whatever girl drown in a lake or something. But when I Got saw it. that, I thought of Steve's uh, scenario where I was like, oh, she drowned her sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could have been. I mean, <laughs> like, if this movie were made today, you would get that flashback, right, of that happening. Well, yeah. tiny nine-year-old holding down another nine-year-old. Absolutely. <laughs> it happens Here we every, go. Chris, you have to go every, now. It happens every day, Chris. Like that oh, movie. Okay. What was that fucking what was that fucking Austrian flick? Uh was it just Good called night, Mommy? Good, Good night, night mommy. mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some creepy ass kids trying yeah, to kill. Twins, too, yeah. Did not catch it. Oh, it's totally worth it. Pretty rough stuff. IMO. Um, so this is sort of like the big, the next big uh point of the film is she walks into the apartment after agreeing to cats it walk into her own apartment and jennifer jason lee's trying to like oh you know what maybe we should just maybe not nah, maybe we should go away right now like kind of being weird and then who fucking saunters around that corner but steamy steven weber Ooh. and she's like he pushed his way in here i tried to stop him sort of situation and, and weber knows what he's doing man he's got the dog already in his arms he's yeah. like mm -hmm. cuddling it a little bit like look what oh, you don't could I come look, home to mm. i look like a husband catalog don't yep. i honey <laughs> you're totally this. right ah, here we you're go you're totally right i'm husband material see i'm not mm. a total fucking scumbag mm -mm. and she forgives him so easily yes, yes. <laughs> oh definitely <laughs> Definitely. She, she's a, I mean, the movie knows she's a doormat, but it's yes. kind of hard to root for this big of a doormat because she's just like, um, even Hetty, when they're arranging stuff, it's like, you're not going to like dump me once this dude comes back immediately, are you? And she's like, no, I won't. And that's why, like, you know, Hetty's murderous rage is kind of justified because she's like, dude, I fucking asked you. I asked you on day one. This guy's not going to come looking, you know, crawling back and you're going to take him. And then I'm going to be out of my ass. Right. And you promised me that that wasn't the case. And now look what's going on. So the murder is justified. You're saying the murder is justified. <laughs> I like you're really putting this woman in a bind, though, because yeah. it's like it's like she just moved in with you. Where is she supposed to go? She doesn't have any friends. You don't have any friends. Nobody. Oh, that was the other thing. Like later on in the movie, when Hetty really starts to get even weirder, she says, well, I think that I'm her only friend. It's just like, you don't have any friends either. <laughs> <laughs> Very pointedly, all you have is an ex-boyfriend. Well, you got Graham, you know, good old Graham, but that's about it, dude. Yeah. I mean, the movie's right. Like, tell her, like, you got till the end of the month or whatever, and then just go live in the hotel with your boyfriend. Exactly. That's um, right. But she, he take, we find out some weird stuff that like maybe he's like oh you didn't get my letter I sent you a letter with the keys as well blah 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 and that's right yeah. oh we're but, also we do good good moment here to point out Steve that also there is a moment a little uh, while back in the movie where we see her erasing yes. a Steven Weber answering machine message yes uh, but it's amazing to Jordan's point like 
They fuck that afternoon. She's wearing that engagement ring that evening. And it's like, lady, are you nuts? Dude. Is it like, I, I need to know, like, is the dick really <laughs> Must that <be>. great? <laughs> Must be. I can't, I can't conceive of it being anything else. It was like, okay. Like, and later on where like, spoiler alert, Hetty does a, <laughs> I don't even know if I should do that spoiler alert. Uh, but like later on when you do see you don't see his dick but you see someone interact with his dick he comes so quickly yeah that that's I was true. just like this dude is really not working with that <laughs> yeah we're talking that, that's like a 70 second blowjob uh mm-hmm. you know that was that was that was so quick like i just can't and it's not like she was doing anything special there like she wasn't like using like a special technique it should have taken at least a little bit longer we could do like a cut i don't know throw a cut in there you don't know where the the other hand is going though jordan possibly that's that's where it happened and that that's you know she she hit the she hit the game genie code and then then, (laughs) oh that could be you know what though i think it's a blessing in disguise other either way because there's only so much i can handle of Steven Weber uncomfortable getting a blowjob. Yeah. It's yeah. really tough to look at. And let's just, let's move on with the scene, Barbe. Let's get he, on with it. He just wakes up in the middle, like 4 a.m. in the morning. I would stop. Even my fiance be like, oh, stop blowing. Stop, 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 stop. What the hell is going on? When what is going on here? When he gets up, though, you see, you do see his ass and you see his jangly balls from behind. <laughs> yep. And I took a screenshot of it and I put it on Twitter and I said, one perfect shot. And people were warning me that I was going to get like uh, taken. I was going to put, put be like uh, suspended softly again or something. So I, I deleted it because I was afraid of the wrath. The oh. wrath, you know? I don't know, dude. I think it would have been fine. Oh, yeah. So I should repost it, you're saying? Yeah, just be like, <laughs> look, I was, look, I was rewatching. A uh, single white female the other night, and I noticed in this one scene, Stephen Weber sat in gum. <laughs> <laughs> it is I quite do. something. They, they, they fuck immediately. Like, I don't even know. He's just like, I missed you, babe. And she's yep. like, yeah, you hurt me really bad. When you fucked your ex-wife in front of me, practically. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't get it. It's just like, he's just... Whenever he goes to see her, I'm just going to think that he's fucking her. Like, this is yeah. weird. Yep. <laughs> Or he goes anywhere, and this guy's going on business trips. Lord knows what he's getting business up to. That's true. Trips. That's yeah. True. So isn't this what leads into um, heady masturbating? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, right. Here's a question. Uh, when and you know, uh, Chris and Eric and I lived together. Um, that door was closed when it was when we were going when I when you know uh, I was masturbating. That was my rule. That's a we didn't we didn't talk about oh, it. Wow, but, what, you know, what an original rule! Close exactly. the door when you jerk yeah. off. See, exactly. We decided to put down some rules just to make things work. <laughs> Don't if you're if you're like she's not, she's not even masturbating. Either. She's making love to herself. She's rolling around. It looked like she was fucking that pillow, dude. Did mm-hmm. you see that? But that's dude. the thing. It's like she wants her to see, you know? I guess yes, that's what... Absolutely. Or yeah. Steven Weber. I guess yeah. she's, she's trying to angle the threesome. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm here. You guys are here. What's going to happen? I don't think it's a threesome angle, dude. I think it's specifically trying to angle Weber to just destroy... Well, oh, I see. ...that relationship again. Well, no, because Weber and her have gone to... Uh, his place to fuck. It's mm-hmm. it, they're fucking at his place while she's masturbating at home. No, 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 no. This is no, no, no. This, yeah, this scene is 
Aren't they, uh, th- doesn't she go past the fucking doorman and say hi and they set up the doorman thing? They do that's, during, earlier, that's yes. during the that's during the the doorman is featured earlier in the film and then with the, the blowjob scene. He's the hotel clerk, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he's still living like because he I guess he's separated from his wife and he lives in a hotel. Seems yes. no rush to get out of there, which is also something. Yeah. yeah. But, but what but with the masturbation scene, though, because remember, Cabin. Uh, uh, Bridget Fonda walks out because she's like, say, sounds like someone's pleasuring themselves. And she walks out like into the huge hallway. Oh, yeah. That yeah, looks yeah. like uh, like an actual building hallway and not like a hallway in a regular sized apartment because his apartment is massive. And she spies on her, remember? Because then the dog starts whining. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And she's yeah, like, oh, no, shit. No, oh, yeah. the dog. Ooh, ooh. And she like throws the dog on the floor and like scurries back into her bedroom and closes the door. The, the rule for roommates is genitals out, doors closed. That No matter ooh, what's going sure. on, if you're getting changed, if you have a partner in there, you've got a whole orgy just by yourself, genitals out, door is closed. That's, I that's also fair. just can't <laughs> imagine making as much noise as she was making <laughs> when you have a yeah, and that's just rude. It's yeah. just plain rude. Like, I do love also, like, because she sees, yeah, she sees uh, Stephen Weber making out uh, with Bridget Fonda, like, through a different yes. hallway window, and she gets caught by Mrs. Choate from Seinfeld, oh, dressed right. up dressed up in some serious-ass Rosemary's Baby cosplay. Like, it's the only moment that this woman is in the movie at all and she's just like excuse me do you live here <laughs> this might be the same apartment building as <laughs> rosemary's baby it could be yeah the dakota oh well, yeah. it's probably not but it's another one of those massive cavernous upper it's west a side. huge building yeah 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 if i see grandma gilmore in a movie i better see more than like two seconds of her which I is know. all i get of her that's insane to me it's like everybody up. knows her it's her did we know her in 1992 as well, though? That's the she question. Was, she was doing well. I mean, she's been around for forever. I'm, I'm wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Kelly name. Bishop? Francis Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Francis Bay is what I'm thinking of. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was a little high watching this and missed that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's the We Hate Movies way. Um, <laughs> Guaranteed. But she, it's like one of these tension scenes. So she sees her masturbating. She runs back. And like then uh, Jennifer Jason Lee like kind of looks back like, was someone watching me masturbate? Like, yeah, everyone was. I don't know, man. Fucking close a fucking door is what I would say. I yep. would close it myself. I'm like, do you mind? And slam the door and be like. <laughs> it would be funny if she just kept on yelling out. Is this helping at all? Is this helping you at all? I feel like later on when we get to that like sex club that. Yes. Um, that Bridget Fonda goes into, which like love the Gregorian chant. Like that was this was at the point where I was sitting, I was watching it like with a date, and we and he was just like, wait, what year was this made? He's younger than me, and I, and I was just like, it's a Gregorian chant. You don't yeah. fucking remember this shit. It was in everything. It had to be in every '90s movie. I'm pretty sure it's in The Mask. There was, uh, there was that, there was that album that came out sometime. It was I huge think kind of around this movie, right? That album, yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I'm talking about, Eric, right? And yeah, my, Woodstock, my, New York. It was a bestseller for sure. Oh t- no, yeah, my fucking hippie uncle had a copy of it on CD, and he would just play it, and it was like 
All right. I guess this is what's in vogue right now. I guess you know, I wait this out. After you're tired of Enya, you need to put something else yeah. on that's right there. <laughs> it's, it's a little harder than Enya. It's like when you're moving oh, yeah. past Enya and you, if you're tired, like, no, I want the real stuff. <laughs> the whole thing. She, this, I wish we spent more time in the sex club, though. It seemed like yes. everybody was having a good time. Yeah. It's a very, ha- I mean, like, I, I've never been to a sex club, full disclosure. Does everyone touch your face when you walk in? Because no. that's what happens in this one. Everyone is very handsy. Yeah. I feel no. like in, in sex clubs, it's much more like, you know, you, you're you're asking permission for a lot of things. You, you're you setting are. boundaries. You're not, like, yeah. grabbing people's faces. Like, well, you would be fun. It's I'm the early vampire. 90s, dude. So I guess yeah. it's just, like, fresh meat, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, because well, the lady's just like you want to play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. this this lady that looks like fucking Judge Janine, <laughs> crazy ass Judge Janine Piero. Yeah, she kind of does. Is this um, the, this is the point where she's now completely dressing like uh, her roommate Allie Bridget Fonda, including with the haircut? Yeah, that's a little later in the movie. Uh, the sex first, club. I thought the sex but, club was that. Yeah. Was the, yeah, sex the, the, the sex club The sex club is the sex club is later. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, she mentioned something about like her sister in the sex club. Like, Bridget <laughs> yeah. Fon is only there long enough to hear Jennifer Jason Lee call her her sister, and then she just like runs out. <laughs> Because the, the club in Blade, she thinks she's gonna get like fucking uh, vampires are gonna get her. She has to run away immediately. This club, uh, I mean, that could easily turn to vampires, dude. There's sure. a guy literally in a cage. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> Did everybody catch the guy just like hunched down on his knee, stroking Jennifer Jason Lee's foot? Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was. I, I was like, you're either into this or you're not. Like, that's the rules, I guess, when you walk into this place. Well, she's mm-hmm. a regular. I feel at yeah, this yeah, establishment. Sure. I mean, like, and I, it makes you wonder, like, has she rehearsed, like, masturbating loudly in front of other people? Does she do that at the <laughs> oh, club? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, sorry. I was, I was masturbating using my club voice. There's a learning <laughs> annex at the sex club. Yeah. Uh, I thought there just, was a lot of loud music, like, usually when I masturbate. Um, the next kind of big thing is the dog, which... Poor um, buddy. Because, you know, um, Jennifer Jason Lee. I think even uh, like Ali intimates like, you know, you might have to we're back together, but, we, you know, right. Not right away. But we'll probably just want to move back in. So she uh, sees the writing on the wall and uh, Stephen Weber is fixing like some sort of this old style Ghostbusters great. looking stone grate that separates the wall. Like it's not even it's a, a wrought iron. It's a wrought yeah. iron thing that they have out that so you could put like a planter out sure. the window or something like that. And he's like seen earlier in the film, like shittily fixing it. Yeah. And then gets interrupted by Jennifer Jason Lee saying like breakfast is served or something. So like, this is what she uses to like fake that the dog threw itself out the window. Yeah. Is, Oh, the little iron grating broke off and the dog got loose and fell to its death. And nobody like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, obviously Bridget Fonda is devastated. I mean, there's a there's a crowd of people around this dog. Obviously, a dog fell from a fucking apartment building. Like no one. The super isn't getting involved. Like, what is going on up there? You're chucking dog. Here's the thing, dude. It doesn't even look from the way the rest of the scene plays out that like Bridget Fonda or Steven Weber or anybody like goes down to get it. Yes, exactly. No. Yeah, not at all, dude. It's they're waiting for the fucking garbage guys yeah, it's to fucking, come. It's 72nd Street's problem now. 
<laughs> it's, it's so Steven. fucked up. Oh, Stephen Weber, we have to wait for the dog ambulance. Yeah, you mean the garbage truck. We'll wait for the garbage they truck. They put it Don't on the curb. If someone wants it, they can take it. <laughs> I mean, there's just no way that the landlord even knew about that dog. Like, I feel like it'd be a whole situation where, okay, there's a dog that's dead. How the fuck did it get in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I better hope. Whose dog I'm is hoping, this? I'm hoping this dog fell from the roof and not inside this apartment building. Ooh, uh, sorry, Bridget Fonda. You didn't read your lease. Once it starts raining golden retrievers, uh, your uh, rent control <laughs> status is fully revoked. Okay. How about that? <laughs> Uh, and so, like, Jennifer Jason Lee's whole thing here is trying to, like, make uh, Bridget Fonda mad at Steven Weber, blame yes. him for the death, and break up the relationship. It doesn't doesn't really work that way. Um, yeah, there's a great know, moment when, yeah. like, at, in the breakfast, like, oh, since you trusted me with eggs, like, maybe I'll make you guys dinner tonight. And it's like, well, it's our anniversary dinner, so we're going out, which oh, is sort right. of what spirals her to the point of murdering the dog. Yes. Right. Yeah, right, I don't right. want I don't want scrambled eggs and toasts for my uh, for my anniversary meal. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. I would be if you're trying to break this couple up. Like, oh, are you still celebrating the anniversary? Is it the anniversary after you found out about the cheating, or does that reset itself? How does <laughs> oh, yeah. how does yeah, that which, work? So yeah, do you have two days now or what? <laughs> how is Lisa doing? How is she oh, yes, been? Is she is she knowing everything about this? I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> so is it in anticipation of this dinner date, or is it the Tobo, oh, it's, it's she gets a call and it's like, okay, I didn't forget. I'll be there in a few minutes because like she slept yes. in, like dealing with the dog trauma and everything. It's, and this is this is where she discovers that Hetty has been buying the same clothes as her. Yeah, she goes like looking for something and she goes in the closet and she's like, oh, wait a second, but I'm holding this dress and it's also in this closet. And now there's this blouse that's yeah. also in this closet. And you're like, uh-oh. Now it's time to call the police. The second you start mimicking clothing, I feel like that's... You got a dead dog. You got a bunch of matching clothes here. We got a fucking stalker on our hands. How is she How is she doing that? How is she getting the exact clothes? Is she checking receipts? Or is yeah. she just like tailing her every single time she goes See, shopping? Great, great question, Jordan. And I think it's because the lazy scene at the beginning of the movie where she's like taking her shopping. I think the movie is like, well, we've done enough work there. That's just the store yeah. where she goes to buy shit. So now like Jennifer Jason Lee is returning to that same clothier but, but, uh, but to this, buy this, stuff. This maybe. roommate is like, they're digging through your garbage. They're, yeah. they're, they're uncovering everything about your life, I feel. Also, those dad checks must be humongous. Yes, if you are affording sure. all this plus what mega rent Chris, at the fucking mansion. This girl is rich. This girl, yes. this is a rich girl who is fucking losing her shit. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's the definitely. most dangerous kind, man. I love, I do love that Stephen Weber goes on vacation after the dog dies. I mean, he has a business trip, but it's sort of like, yeah, babe, you cool with that dead dog? I gotta, I gotta be at uh, uh, JFK in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Bye. Do we know what he does for a living, by the way? No. Uh, I, 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 I am a business ish man. He goes to the business factory. Exactly. <laughs> and he turns uh, business into coins. So we don't see, again, this would be a great opportunity for the movie to like show us a little more about this fashion computer program. Yeah. But instead, the scene starts 
after she's given some big presentation uh, to Tobo and maybe like some investors or something. And there's been like a dinner and this is where Tobo's getting really inappropriate. And he starts saying shit like, well, I was thinking about keeping you all to myself. And yeah. you're like, oh man. And he's like grabbing her and saying like, I've been a good boy, haven't I? And it's fucking <laughs> unsettling. I mean, it's unsettling no matter what, but it's it's exacerbated by the fact that this is coming out of gentle Stephen yes. Tobolowski's mm-hmm. mouth. I just it's can't like watch. It's like watching Santa Claus grope a woman. It's like, I can't, I can't watch <laughs> well, that Well, 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 I I'm saw sorry. mommy kissing Santa Claus. That's so true. I could see mommy kissing <laughs> Tobolowski. It's like the Santa in that uh, I think you should leave bit. Yeah. Where Santa stars in the action movie. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's like that kind of Santa feeling. I yeah. get it. Yeah. The creepiest uh, line, she- though, is the it's your last chance to play before you're an old married lady. Yeah. Yuck town, dude. Whoa. Oh, man. He's been kissing what? Her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of approach is that? Like, that's just so depressing. <laughs> Like yeah. if somebody said that, I'd probably like go cry a little bit. Like, is my life ending? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Tobo's looking okay in this movie, but he's not your last fuck before infidelity, man. Like, he's not yep. exactly on the list. I'm gonna guess. No. Uh, no. So it's great. She does. <laughs> this is a classic move right here. Uh, because Tobo, I mean, it just keeps this scene. It just like keeps spiraling into more depravity. He fucking takes it out. Yeah. Just takes it right out. He just like, yeah, he just like unzips. This dude is so, it's a weird thing to watch also as a person who has unfortunately seen every episode of Californication. Um, <laughs> and, and on that show, it's like Pamela Ablon is like not with Evan Handler for a bit because they're always like back and forth. And there are all these jokes about how Evan Evan Handler's character has like such a small dick that she like has to do like all these like stretches or whatever <laughs> to see like how long she can keep him hard. It's just like this is Pamela, like her entire part in that show is just talking about vagina and like a lot of <laughs> that's what she's there for. But then she leaves him to be with Steven Tobolowski, and the whole thing with him is that okay, he's not that attractive in the face, but he has a gigantic dick and every oh. scene people talk about it. So that's incredible. That's it. good. So this was like worlds colliding for you? Yes, it was. I mean, finally, something something good came from me watching Californication. Weird, weird I watched, show. It's yeah, I watched a few seasons. I don't know. Did I make it to Tobo or not? I don't know. I I think I watched it when I was gearing up to work at Showtime. Be a good company man. It's such a weird show. It's like yeah. David Duchovny fucking every woman in California. That's really what it is. It's it's mm. kind of insane. Like when he finally makes it, I think at like season seven, he finally has sex with someone black. And I was like, I never thought that this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seven seasons before he's mixing it up. Huh? That's fucking ridiculous. We landed on the moon. <laughs> and it's also the season with RZA. It's like, okay, so we're bringing oh RZA in. Oh. So now all of a sudden Hank knows black people. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> or or we, ladies and gentlemen, we've read your letters. We are, we're, fix, we're fixing it. We're fixing it. Yeah, season seven. And that is a long time. I don't know why I watched that show. <laughs> I love that she fucking straight up uh, uh, Captain Kirk hammer punches his enormous cock 
because she grabs like both of her fists. Oh yeah, yeah. and she's like, oh, like take it because you know, I mean, she's in the middle of like literally getting assaulted, so she's like trying to play along to get him off his guard, so she's pretending like she's into it, and he's like, now it's gonna happen, and then she like both hands and yep. just wails on this Dude, thing. It's a hammer. <laughs> uppercut yes yeah. like she's playing fucking volleyball mm-hmm. it's so awesome <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the bells ringing you really yeah. can when this happens i was oh, surprised he's not a tidy whiteys man though mm-hmm. i'll be honest he says the boxers the nice white box i was smelling tidy whiteys on tobo oh david we did that 14 times and bridget <laughs> hit me every single time fortunately i love getting hit nuts by bridget fonda I was sterile for months. Just months. One of them's just dust now. Doesn't exist anymore. I like the idea that Tomo was trying to like impregnate someone for months (laughs) after this. Could not. Could not get there, my friend. Uh, And she runs away and she goes to Hetty and uh, you you know, Hetty, it's kind of amazing. She calls up Tobolaski's house as she's like, no, I'll, I'll fix this. She's like, if you ever come near us again, if you, because the whole thing, she's afraid, like he's got a bad mouth to be around the neighbor, around the right. neighborhood. I'll never work again. That kind of a thing. It's like, if you ever, if you ever talk about her again, your family is fucked. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, man, you know what? Yeah, it. This, this pissed me off so bad because one, you're robbing me of another opportunity to see Tobo, but like, I need to see what's going on, on the other side yes. of that fucking phone. Mm-hmm. Like Tobo, yeah. you know, there's a wife at home, maybe a couple of kids running around and he's just getting berated by Jennifer Jason Lee on the telephone. I think he's got the good, good sense to go in the bathroom and be like, I'll take yep. this inside. Yep. You know, I'm going to take my to- portable phone mm-hmm. and go in the other room and make sure that the answering machine doesn't kick in. See, Absolutely. See, I, I got the feeling that he doesn't have a family at all. <laughs> like he's just oh. like, what? What? Really? Okay. Tell whoever you like. Jesus. She, I mean, the fact that he has a wife is like really funny to me and I really want to meet her. <laughs> yes. Like what, what is her deal? Yeah. Well, maybe like if he works in fashion, maybe like former model or something like the runway days are behind her and Tobo scooped her up or something. That mm-hmm. is a show I'd watch. Showtime. Pick it up. Sure. <laughs> We, uh, yeah, uh, I can once again watch him fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he tells some story. Uh, Jordan, maybe you'll remember the episode. On the Tobolowski files, he tells, I don't know if it's an entire story, but he makes mention of like they had to film a scene where like he's having sex in a bathtub. <sighs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to. I need to. I need to listen to that. <laughs> I don't remember where it falls in the show, but he talks about it at some point, and I was like, "Huh, maybe I do want to watch Californication if that's what if that's the fornicating that Tobo's getting up to." If I could see a Tobo sex scene, let's do it. It's a very interesting show, like that basically posits that there is no person in the world who would not fuck David Duchovny, but also no one in the world who wouldn't talk to David Duchovny about fucking. Like he's like the <laughs> fucking guru on that show. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of like they're trying to get into like the whole like Cinemax thing or maybe Silk Stockings kind of bring it back a little oh, bit of yeah. eroticism. Oh, yeah. I remember the breasts were out of control on that show. That's about all I really recall about that mm. show. Yeah, I don't remember much. Uh, so to make uh, Allie feel better about the whole Tobo thing, 
uh, Hetty's like, hey, you know what? We're going to go out. It's my treat. We're going to go to the salon. You just need to relax. I'm paying for it. Or my dad's paying for it. But you don't know that exactly. It's it's a very important. Uh, it's a two-story hair salon for sure. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, and so, like, you see Bridget Fonda who basically looks like someone just like ran a blow dryer through her hair. And that was kind of all that got done. Cause she's already got short ass hair. So I don't know yeah. what really went down, but then you see like the big reveal of Jennifer Jason Lee walking down this staircase and Bridget Fonda has the great, uh, you've got to be kidding me. Like just <laughs> says it out loud. Oh man. Big laugh. I, I really want to know that was the point in the movie where I was like, did Jennifer Jason Lee specifically look for a white woman who looks like her from a distance or was yes. it just a happy accident? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say like, it's the, as far as the movie makes us understand it's a happy accident because she just walks into that apartment like Dracula, like we mentioned. <laughs> uh, so there's no, like I saw you from afar. They didn't have like a meet cute at a coffee shop downstairs or something. Regardless, this is where I'm like, Fuck off. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, I'm to fucking Montana. I, I can't <laughs> fucking take this. Whatever this is, it's got to stop. Like, it's like, all right, this, um, too much. I need to talk to, to your hairdresser. We're still in the salon. Uh, you need to sit down. Something needs to... We're not walking out of this, this, yep. this <laughs> complex yep. looking like this. No, she would have to, like, shave that head like yeah. Ron Sonny and Empire Records with a shaver <laughs> right here. <laughs> Hey, we're all going to hell tonight. Give me the clippers because I am not leaving <laughs> as the fucking Bobsy twins, my friend. And she's like, oh, I didn't think you'd mind. Like, get out of here. Of course you would mind. <laughs> they go to a newspaper stand and you can see like I was waiting for this like newspaper stand guy to be like, ah, sisters, huh? Or something like that. <laughs> but you can see like Bridget Fonda is just totally fucking embarrassed walking next to this woman. It's awesome. <laughs> It's Absolutely, so but fucking it, wild. It feels so good on her neck, though, all the short hair. Yes, she has sure. to keep it. Uh-huh. She likes it I a mean, lot. it's true. Like, I just kept on thinking about what would happen if I got a roommate who had, like, very long hair. And, you know, I shaved my head, like, every couple months. And then suddenly she shaved her head and suddenly yep. had the same glasses as me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brought a dog home for you. <laughs> totally. You gotta, you gotta be, a, you know, keep an eye out for these kind of things. I mean, who knows? Uh, so this is where uh, Jennifer Jason Lee's like, all right, well, I'm going to take like a post haircut shower, which you definitely have to do. So good on her for that. Uh, and this is where Bridget Fonda's like looking through this secret shoe box that she has yeah. where she keeps like all the evidence that will lead to her downfall. I feel like you don't keep that in the apartment. No, you burn that. You burn all of that. If there's yep. a, you know, if there was ever a trash can fire need, this is it. <laughs> Throw it in there. But this is like, you see a picture of the twins again and it's like the twins with a puppy. So like she got Bridget Fonda to basically reenact that photo when they were like watching classic movies at home and taking Polaroids like you do at a sleepover. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, they do watch classic movies. I saw that they were watching In a Lonely Place. I don't know the yes. other one, but I kept on wondering, like, why In a Lonely I get, I guess I get it. <laughs> I get, it's that, and I think the other one's an affair to remember. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so this is, oh, this is also what we learned. She pulls out the fucking newspaper clipping that's like nine-year-old Besh twin drowns in lake. 
Yeah. Uh, and she finds the the letter, uh, you know, from Stephen Weber with the keys in it and all that good stuff. Uh, and then this this right here is like, this is now call the police. Absolutely call the police. I, I would be calling the police in the salon. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know if this is a crime. I don't know if this counts or anything. But whatever's happened with this hair has got to stop. Please, well, this please is help. when she is. This when she goes up to Graham, and Graham is like, "Dude, you haven't been up in here in weeks. I've been begging for you to call the police. This lady's nuts." <laughs> <laughs> and she hears it through the vents, obviously. Oh, and now, sure. And now she realizes her back is against the wall, so she starts acting a little more erratically. Uh, <laughs> oh, because he's Graham is straight up like you have to kick her out. Like that's yes. the whole thing is like this is bullshit. You have to kick her out, and this is this conversation is taking place. We already talked about the scene, so it's fine. But it's taking place right as she comes home drunk from the sex club. Yes, but but the one thing about the sex club I, I do want to, which we haven't hit, like what is the purpose? So she goes to a sex club and tells everyone that she's Allie. And I guess she gets to have sex as Allie. Is that what we're talking about? I guess so. I don't okay. think there is a point, Steve. No, okay, I really got, don't. Got I think it's just to be like, make maybe to make Bridget Fonda's character like more uncomfortable outside rather than just in your humongous apartment. Got it. Like just and to I, change the scenery even. It seems like it's just being like, oh, she's a sexual deviant. So there must okay. be something mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> Yes. And she gets to go out on the town, like dressed as her with the hair and try to feel as powerful, I guess, as she imagines Allie is. It's yes. Yeah. yeah. Where's the scene where I don't remember where it was, where um, Bridget Fonda is coming home and Jennifer Jason is like, what the fuck have you been? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a tough one. That's after she goes <laughs> to the hotel with Steven Weber and they get it on. And then, like, she instantly has the engagement ring back on. Yeah. And then she comes home after that. And Jennifer Jason Lee is sitting in Bridget Fonda's bed holding the dog. And, yeah, it's a real, where the fuck have you been? And that's, again, that's the end of our relationship. Goodbye. Because I'm allowed to come home whenever I want. Because she also lays into her about something like, like, it was always going to work out for you, Allie. Look at yourself in the mirror. It would never happen for me, et cetera, et cetera. It's, 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 a, good, it's a good scene because Jennifer Jason Lee fucking delivers it. Totally. Yeah, very compelling. She does. But also at this point, like, and I get this way when I watch movies all the time, like where white women are in conflict with each other, where, okay, it's like, okay, so I'm supposed to believe that this is the hot one and this is the not hot one. And I yes. absolutely do not know because I don't know what it is that white women like see in each other where they decide, like, it's like, it's anthropological. I'm just like, oh, okay, so. Yes, if like, it's like. If it's like her and Rhea Perlman, I get it, but it's not no. even that's too much. Like it's like it's 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 fucking Jennifer Jason Lee. She's gorgeous. So is uh, Bridget Fonda. It's fine. I don't I don't get it. It's just like yeah, and when that when the haircut happens, like it makes it even more obvious that they're just both beautiful women. So I yes. don't understand what's going. I guess it's because her hair was dark. You can't be hot and have dark hair. That's true. Maybe. Oh, that's true, says the the blonde guy there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's, no, that's what media has been telling us for years. Sure. <laughs> uh, so she fucking beats Graham over the head with, like, the weird, like, iron bar that keeps this dude's <laughs> flophouse door locked. Yeah, because uh, he's like, all right, you, you, I'm going to get my therapist friend to call her, and I guess he'll prescribe her medication over the phone or whatever Graham's plan is that's not going to pan out. <laughs> it's just a weird, like, listen, I'm going to have my friend call you 
and she's just going to tell you like all the crazy things that this girl did. And then you're supposed to diagnose this shit over the phone, I guess. Exactly. Have her committed question mark. That shit's yeah. not going to happen, dude. Well, he, thankfully, at least, at least he's like nice when he confronts her. Cause like what, wh- what happens here? Like she sneaks into his apartment yes. as Allie, but yeah. then yeah. tries to sneak out and is caught and tries yes. to play it off. And he realizes who she is. And this is where the beating starts to commence. But he's like, you know, you didn't do anything wrong. Like it's good. Everything's gonna be fine. Like relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then this is, you know what? This is why you don't get involved when your neighbor's bullshit, man. Your neighbor, your neighbor wants a, a <laughs> cup, of, a cup of sugar, this or that. <laughs> Maybe uh, if you could pick up a pat, leave my mail on my doorstep, possibly. I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting, I'm not getting beat to death, beat half to death by a wrought iron pipe. <laughs> Invite to a party. I'm there. Hanging mm-hmm. out and cuddling when you just break up with your fiance you met a month ago. No, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Nope, definitely not. Uh, so, yeah, she's like, you know, seen showering, getting all the blood off. She's trying to get like blood out of this ring that I think is his ring. We see yeah. him like wearing this earlier in the, in the movie. So she's like taking a trophy. Uh, <laughs> <He's> a <collector. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, the bloody clothes in the sink and uh she alludes that oh it's it's her period that made her clothes completely cl- covered in blood. Yep, yep that's uh-huh. it. Yep, that's it. Man. Has she ever had a period? Has Bridget <laughs> yes, Fonda ever had a period? I wonder. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she has. Yeah. Because no, it's like a fucking Freddy Krueger fucking costume <laughs> in the fucking sink. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's just a period. That's just what that is. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, maybe, you know, you don't want to ask about, like, the flow situation. Like, no. maybe it's a medical condition. So, but also, you sure. hate living with this woman and you don't want to dig any deeper. That's all fine. It would not be my first thought. No, put it that well, way. But by now she's, you know, she's suspecting stuff. I think she she somehow calls the parents at this point from stuff in the box, maybe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. Bridget Fonda calls the parents, and the parents are calling back. And then uh, 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 Jennifer Jason Lee is like, "Oh, it's an obscene caller. Let me rip the fucking wire out of the wall." It's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, I was supposed to get a call from uh, uh, from Stephen Weber." She's like, oh, don't worry about it. And that's when later on, uh, Hetty is like guarding the phone, picks up immediately at Steven Weber. He's back for business. And that's how she knows he's there. And that's when she goes to his, because Bridget Fonda has this X-Men silver jacket. She walks around yes. the city with. It's pretty cool. <laughs> also, Dude, what, yeah, it's like gem in the holograms kind of clothes or something. Yeah. What is Steven Weber's deal that he's like, he needs to see Bridget Fonda immediately? He calls her at two in the morning. I guess maybe it's more of a hey, I got. I just want to let you know that I got in from the plane. Yeah. Okay, I guess it's yeah, it's an thing. early you up type of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I think it is a situation though because he's like, oh, did she go to sleep? I think like she was maybe waiting up at one point, and then yeah. like you know it gets intercepted by Jennifer Jason Lee, and she's like, no, 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 she uh, definitely went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> by this time, Jennifer Jason Lee is also feeding her pills that we don't really get. Do we ever see yeah. the actual no. medicine bottle and see what it is? No. Because it's just no. these things no. that seem to like completely put her out for like 20 hours. Because then we would actually have to do some type of real diagnosis here, right? Instead sure. of having it be a, a maniac. It's just yeah, yeah. maniac. Crazy person. <laughs> Crazy person. That's right. That's right. You know, here's the thing, Stephen Weber. How is she getting into this hotel room? 
That's a, maybe no. She probably steals Allie's keys. Probably. Oh, you know what? I, I think, think he so, yeah. he mailed her keys. I wonder if that he was mailed to, the keys. Yeah. yeah, to the hotel. In the letter which that is, she stole. Which is oh, those yeah. were keys to the hotel room. Oh, I yeah. thought they were keys. Like he was giving back the keys to this apartment. That's what I thought at first, but I, oh, I get this would sense. actually make sense. You know, Got it. trying to piece together the parts of this thing. <laughs> I just don't understand, like. It's such an uncomfortable scene, but I also don't really get, like, she just rolls up on him in the dark. Yeah. And and it's just like, there's, like, the first thing I would think is, like, is there, like, a creature in here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a succubus of old. It's wild shit, because, like, there's no... Like, her whole thing is like, well, now, you know, it's proof that you're a cheater. And it's like, he doesn't even really argue with that. And I'm just (laughs) like, I don't. (laughs) It's it's just the whole thing is just like really strange. And I think it's also just because, uh, you know, the filmmakers and I feel like a lot of people just didn't really recognize like how fucked up that scene was. Like, I feel like it's shot in a way where it's like, oh, it's going to be fucked up for um, Bridget Fonda's character, but not this idea. It was just like, how is this man going to react that like his dick is being sucked against his will? Like, I don't know yeah, if there's right. like a lot of thought put into that. <laughs> no. Because he would be like, what the fuck is happening? Throw and be like, what is happening? I need yes. to know. I need to have some semblance of what's going on to my well, dick right it's now. It's like, it, it, you know, it, it, the lady's attached. You can't really break it off without maybe damaging the unit, right? You can't start That's just true. pummeling her head. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, okay, okay. Good point there. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not going to say good point. I'm going to just say fair fair point. Sure. That's just, you know what? The more the more questions I have about it, the, the more like X-rated this podcast will be. You know what? Exactly. Sure. Um, no, it, just, it, gets, it gets, we don't need to go that deep into it, but now he's the boy who cried wolf, right? Because she's good. She's like, I'm going to tell Allie that, you know, you cheated on, you cheated on her or whatever. And he's like, no, I am. I mean, which is the right way to do this. It's the way that you have to get ahead of this situation. Absolutely. You can't just be like, I don't know, dude, I don't know what happened. It's like, everybody knows what happened. But that's the thing, though, is he's very confidently like, fine, fucking tell her. I'm going to tell her, too. Yes. You're crazy. And it's like, nah, dude, like because of the previous indiscretion, there's no way whatever nonsense fucking you know thing you say to her, she's going to believe regardless of uh, it being the truth. And also not to be, I mean, like, you have this, like, honest-to-goodness lunatic in your house who just sexually assaulted you. Why don't you just get her out first and then worry about your girlfriend? Like, this happens in Lifetime movies, too, where someone is, like, in peril and they're like, this is what I really think about you. It's like, you know what? No, 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 no. How about, like, oh, no, sure, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll move away and I'll never see her again. You're right, bye-bye, see I d- you. I just thought of the perfect Weber move here is it's sort of like uh, that elderly Abe Simpson taking the hat off and putting it back on. Go yeah. back on that business trip. Get a flight immediately. <laughs> Yeah, and just be like, I I had to stay another day or two. I'll be back soon. So then it's just like, no, I wasn't even here in New York. Yeah, totally. Here's a receipt from this San Francisco cafe. I clearly got lunch at yeah. yesterday. So you just yeah. fly there and fly back to make the blowjob go away. <laughs> and instead, what happens? He gets a fucking knife heel in the eyeball. Sure, a stiletto Ooh. to the skull. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's brutal. brutal. It's awesome. It's yeah. kind of a cool death. Come on. It's, it's a great death. It's real yes. good. 
<laughs> it's absolutely great. And Weber fucking sells it too. He's great here. It's, I mean, he goes down. I mean, it, it happens immediately because you're like, I mean, this guy's like six foot four. Like she's like five foot two. Yep. You know, this is going to be a difficult fight for Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh-uh, knife shoes, motherfuck. <laughs> totally. Uh, the Freddy Krueger so <laughs> Kruger Crotour collection. Oh, definitely, uh, at, at, uh, at Louis Vuitton. She got the nice ones. <laughs> I made these myself. <laughs> They're all the rage in Paris, you know. It's, it's very big there. Freddy Krueger's right. a foot guy, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Sashay away. Get out of here. Go on. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Uh, so she goes home and immediately burns all of her murder clothes in the incinerator. Now, Steve, is this anything like the one that you uh, burned your pants that got caught on the chain link fence on? <laughs> no, see, my incinerator, at least it was a garbage chute. You didn't get to see what was Wait, going on so down there. So it's a shoot of fire? Oh, no, it's a shoot, but then the, the, the super would take the contents of the chute. Oh, like you empty it into the incinerator. Interesting. Yes. Okay, so you couldn't like throw a dog down there and it wouldn't be no, instantly you should, you taken sh- out. You couldn't and you shouldn't got throw it. a dog down <laughs> there. Okay, I'll, write th- I'll write that down. Um, but yes, I do love... There is a there is an ending of this movie wherein Jennifer Jason Lee gets burned like a witch, and I'm like kind of into that because like at the end that that open fire porthole yeah. is there. I'm uh-huh. like, what if she pushed her in? It would rule, but it doesn't happen. Well, did anybody? Because no. I, I didn't read up on it, but apparently there was like the ending of this movie was reshot because it tested poorly. But I didn't I didn't read what. Uh, that like original ending actually was. Huh. I don't know if it's like closer to the source material or mm. what the deal was. I, I'm hoping it's a Jennifer Jason Lee as Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. You know, oh, she's I, gonna go have I, an old friend for dinner. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go copy an old friend for dinner uh, <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, but now we are full on fucked. Uh, Jennifer Jason <laughs> Lee is now bleaching the house. Smart move, by the way, of any trace that she ever lived there. Yep. Um, and Bridget Fonda's like, you didn't have to clean up. I'm like, she, do you smell the bleach and the huge gloves? Like, well, maybe it's so, something's going on. It's so stupid because like they have had a previous conversation where she Bridget Fonda says to her, like, look, you know, we'll work something out like you got to go or maybe like I'll go and you can keep this place. Don't worry. We'll figure it out, you know, but I really think you should move out. So when she comes home to the the bleaching of this apartment, she's like, Oh, well, I didn't mean you had to move out today. Like, <laughs> yeah. What is going on here? This is getting bleached. This is beyond trying to keep a security deposit. If, but- if I saw this, I would be like, Oh, so do you have any extra speed? Because uh, I, I would really love some. I, I'm under a crunch here, uh, but like, yeah, that she's scrubbing everything. I'd be like, oh, she's on a binge or something. Like, mm-hmm. my, my yep. first thought would not be like, oh, she's leaving me, right? Um, and um, you know, she leaves to do something. She is she, she. Jennifer goes in the other room, and then uh, Allie watches the TV. And whoops, they they say that Stephen Weber has been murdered, and she's like, right. oh my god. Yep, she tries to call the hotel room. She's like, oh, 612, you know, Stephen Weber's room. And uh, the guy's like, oh, uh, there's uh, there's been an accident. Uh, and she fucking finds uh, the heel in the bathroom. And there's like just the tiny, teeniest little bit of blood on it. I love that detail. And she fucking yeah. finally puts all these pieces together and starts freaking out. The knife shoes should be number one on your burn list there, Jennifer mm, Jason. Yes, I'm those should be right in the incinerator. 
I think that should be number one list. That you, you know, the shirt, it's also important. I'm not saying it isn't, but the but, ones with the actual physical evidence on it might want to yeah. go first. I don't know, dude. Those are expensive. They're one of a sure. kind knife shoes. Fair. You know, <laughs> Kruger Originals. They're yeah, really, exactly. they're big. Yeah. So uh-huh. where the Kruger hell, 92s. Where the hell did Jennifer Jason Lee get a gun? Yeah. I, that, well, I don't know. From a bag? She just gets. No, yes, I know, but like. That, who would give this woman a gun? I, I guess she would uh, get it. the United States of America. I guess fair. Okay. <laughs> Despite all the medication and medical history, uh, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Like, I don't know. The only time I ever see like tiny white women with guns is like where I'm from in the South. Like, I don't know. In New York, <laughs> <laughs> where would they even go? Who do you talk to? See, and that's why like I wished we had, because like, there's no surprise what this movie is about. Like why you're going to see this movie is because the preview told you it's one girl who has a roommate who's fucking nuts and starts fucking with her. So like, you know, because there's no mystery there, it would be cool if there was some backstory or something where it's like sh- the previous victim or something like that. Like, yeah. you know, get a little history. Cause yeah. maybe like the last person that she fucking, well, black widowed isn't the right term, but you know, just yeah. like killed her last roommate and mm-hmm. moved on. Like, you know, maybe that's where she got the gun from or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, history's mysteries, but it does uh, lead <laughs> us to a climatic ending here. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a great ending to this movie, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. The whole scene in the, I mean, first of all, like the videos that she chooses uh, to use to torture her in this. Oh, no, I guess she finds the music videos, doesn't she? Yes, because basically she she ties her to a chair um, dyes her hair, and this is a great Jennifer Jason Lee delivery. When she comes out with the dark hair again, she's like, "All right, Allie, don't laugh." And this is a reveal that <laughs> uh, she's tied to a chair, gagged, which is kind mm-hmm. of like it's such a great like deadpan kind of like everything is totally nuts right now. Yeah, right, and it's that fucked up thing too of like you know this woman has done something horrible, yeah. like tied this person to a chair and whatever. But like we're making it like she's, you know, worried that she's going to make a joke about her die job or whatever, which is always like the clearest sign that the person is beyond uh, saving at this point. It's like you don't even acknowledge what you're doing is totally yeah. fucked up in any way. And um, she 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 leaves to cash some check and um, uh, Bridget, she gives, you know, she lives at the TV like, hey, if you want to watch this or that, you know, these are the movie channels. <laughs> And uh, she uh, cranks up the the music. Meanwhile, we do see it's kind of a really interesting scene because like, the sort of the subtext of um, at least Jennifer Jason Lee being bi and being like romantically attracted to Bridget Fonda uh-huh. um, is is made text very specifically at the end of the movie. But there's also this moment where like she's getting hit on by this check cashing clerk of like. Yeah, she'd be fine if she was just like, I don't know, I want somebody that isn't my twin, that I'm not murdering people with knife shoes. I don't have to murder her boyfriend with knife shoes. She just wants to go on a nice date. That like, is an yeah. interesting <laughs> moment when, when yeah. she meets that that per- that clerk that's like into her and they're having this yeah. nice conversation. It shows that like it's she's just crazy. It's not society's fault. Yeah, I right. guess exactly. is what that's it, trying it to say. It takes stand. the edge off the like crazy quote unquote lesbian subplot. I think at least a little bit. But so, yeah, while she's at the check cashing place, yeah, Fonda turns up the music. Now, this is where it's fucked up because there's some other guy that opens his door and is like, loud music. 
This is the opportunity to have Mrs. Choate come back in the movie. Why is there this fucking stranger? You already told me yes. there's this old lady in the building. She's very suspicious about who is in the building, obviously, as all old people are. So, like, have her be the one that calls the super up there. Oh, the television's way too loud. Yes. There's some, something like, like that. There's some pre-Rammstein German rock outfit going on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't I know did, what I, this I, music video I, is. I, no idea what this was. Eric, do you know? No, no clue. Sorry. Wait, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Hold on. Oh. It is Front 242, which sounds very Oh, no. I, yeah, I've heard Ooh, of Front 242, actually. Got it. Okay. They're, yeah, an, an early industrial type of uh, band. Michael Bay was it really into them, I feel. So if this is like 1992 and you got like that kind of a music on a music video, it was like what, like 120 minutes was on? Like that's what the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the television was set to? In the middle of the day, I guess. Matt Pinfield or whoever was before him <laughs> was, yammering uh, on about him. Was 120 minutes always in the morning though? It was usually no, it was at night. night. Right. Right. What is 120 minutes? <laughs> oh, we're dating ourselves yes, here. This oh, is like shit. the answering machine. Uh, it was, 120 minutes yeah. was a show on MTV where it was literally two hours of just you got music videos like in a nice but hard, hard rock. More hard rock. Hard rock. Yeah. yeah, hard rock. Alternative, yeah, yeah. Yeah, specifically yeah. like hard rock and alternative and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, this movie came out the year I was born. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, say about <laughs> the four of us kidding. will just be curling up yeah. over here. Dying. You know what? That's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> dude, so fucking Jennifer Jason Lee comes home and it is, dude, Steve Sadak's favorite show, The Slap. Yeah, she, she really hits her. It's it a hit. It's a pretty. hit that's been rehearsed. And this is when she's going to kill her uh, with a knife to the throat, and uh, she kisses her. It's a, it's a cool moment with the, the 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 serrated knife making a mark on her throat while yeah. they kiss. It's very, it's you I, know, Barbet Schroeder knows what he's doing behind that camera. Um, yeah, nice this symbolic is, imagery every mm -hmm. once in a while. Not bad. It's also the only moment where Hetty reveals any kind of like past info like this is what I was kind of complaining about we don't have more of but she does mention like something something like the last girl in Tampa or something yes. like that and I'm like ooh I want whatever that backstory is too give me well, that Jordan maybe that solves the gun problem you can buy a gun in Tampa I'm pretty sure oh, that's 100% true. you can <laughs> they come in fucking McDonald's Happy Meals down there you, you can I don't know if it's still a thing but when I was still living in Georgia you could just get you could just get like a gun at Walmart. There's like a section in the Ooh. Walmart. Yeah, that's probably still there. <laughs> yeah, that policy's probably still in place. I assume the sequel isn't fucking. I, I would really like this fucking Florida hot Florida night single white female too. Yes, Ooh. it's just like well, the psycho or something. It's yes, the second one. Yeah, single white female to the psycho. One of those like in name only sequels ah. that that came out. It's like in two thousand teens of some kind. I think it was like two thousand five or something. Yeah, it reminds me of that like American Psycho sequel with yep. Mila Kunis. Yep. And, <laughs> All right, and yeah. William Shatner in them. Yeah. Well, there was oh a spate, a spate of weird direct to DVD, specifically direct to DVD sequels of that. Uh, there was Roadhouse, was another one. Yep, oh, Roadhouse. Right. Yeah. Roadhouse, where the the villain is a hot tub loving Jake Busey. I like that. And but it's yeah. the guy is Jonathan Sheck. I don't yes. need to fucking remember any of that. <laughs> but like, there was a lot of that <laughs> kind of stuff. 
going on. If you yep. can just redo the name, it's fine kind of yep. thing. It's yep. incredible that we never got a Commando 2 in that sense. That's true. Mm. Totally stunning, right? Yeah. What Do you want Commando 2 with Scott Adkins? That's true. I'm, I'm surprised it's not happened. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened. But Steve's right, though, because I want Arnold portraying John Matrix a second time. Sure. Yes. Anything else is just subpar. Um, it really bothers me that the update to this movie, The Roommate, which I have seen, is just like so fucking boring because it came out in like 2011. Yes. Weird year for movies that was, but it's just it's so it's so bland and it's like not even hot and it's like such a weird waste of time. They were just like Leighton Meester and Minka Kelly look similar. I saw that oh, movie. Yeah. I saw that movie in theaters. In yeah. theaters, I saw that film. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's it's, so it, funny, Jordan, because I was looking it up, and the second you said the two actresses, I was like, yes, now I remember that coming out. Oh, and Chris, your favorite your favorite actor, Cam Gigandit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> While we're talking about credits, I was looking up some credits of this movie. The twins at the start are the little girls from Kindergarten Cop that says, our mom says our dad is a real sex machine. Yes. Oh, really? And wow. the perfect tenant is Renee Estavez. Oh, yes. Emilio Ooh. and Charlie's uh, sister. Sister? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. But, to, but to your point, Jordan, like that movie, this movie does get remade all the time on the Lifetime Network, and it's always <laughs> bland and flat. And they the, the funny thing about that, those movies, and it, at least um, I think The Roommate at least has some sexual tension between the two leads. We don't lose that because in on Lifetime movies, it's always like, I'm obsessed with you. I want to be with you. For money or something, they never oh, do, really? they never connect the fucking dots because they're afraid of it, kind of uh, sure, which is what? frustrating. Because of like a same sex relationship, is yes. that the idea? Yes, oh, they, okay. they're very afraid to say that on on the television. Yeah, God. there's like it reminds me of like the OC. Well, mentioning Cam reminded me of the OC, which <laughs> I've been watching for the first time. And there's this whole thing with a uh, old girl from Star Trek, who the blonde one, the beautiful blonde one, who I can't remember. Alice, Jerry, Jerry, oh, Ryan. Jerry Ryan. Jer- oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Jerry Ryan. Where Jerry Ryan shows up and like gets obsessed with like the mom on the OC. And it, like for a minute, I'm just like, oh, is it going to get like sexy? And then it yeah. just turns out that she's just like trying to steal her money. And this is like a real <laughs> wasted opportunity. There. Exactly. Yeah, that's a bummer. It just that's doesn't not make sense. Want. It's, it's no. bland. But no. So she kisses her on the, she kisses her on the mouth. It's like, I love you now. And uh, Jane of Jason is like, great, let's get married. And it's like, come on, crazy lady, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but she's like, okay, I'll, I'll buy us tickets to Los Angeles. And then she uh, gets into the chat room with the NYPD, by the way. <laughs> Dude, this, whatever this interface is, yes. is hilarious. It's like cop emergency tips yes. slash C underscore chat room. <laughs> yes, uh, this is Officer Pazzarelli. Uh, <laughs> ASL, first of all. Yeah, just, like, just like chat in. roulette with cops. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, man. It's the only safe way to confront an officer. <laughs> yeah, totally. Through the safety of the internet. Uh, so fucking Jennifer Jason Lee catches her, yeah. uh, flips out totally, uh, 
great moment where she goes down to the storage locker in the basement and gets the suitcase out. And before I love lugging detail. it back up the elevator, she gets in to make sure a person can fit in it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Nice and touch. at first love I was it. like, is she just hiding? And then I was like, oh, no, she, that's not what's going on. <laughs> Meanwhile, the movie remembered they forgot to kill Stephen Tobolowski. <laughs> so they're like, oh, shit, we've got five minutes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe um, his pro his software breaks and he goes to her house and then goes to her neighbor's house because he knows she hangs out there or something. The she wrote his thing. Yeah, it's so wrote his weird. name on a business card or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the software is like auto-deleting everything. And at sure. first I was like, oh, Jennifer Jason Lee was lying and she's a computer genius and she's <laughs> hacking this shit out. But no, it's it, I guess I guess Allie uh Bridget Fond is just enough of a maniac that would program this in. Well she says she has a line that she says to Jennifer Jason Lee, oh uh, there's a fail safe in my software that I wrote where like, if uh, he doesn't pay me in full by a certain date, it's all going to like delete until he pays me. Uh, Cause then when the thing comes up on the screen, it's like, you still owe Ali software enterprises X amount of money, you know, and if you don't pay it and you know, however many hours your shit's going to be permanently deleted. That's some that's some Bond villain shit. Yeah, like, it really is. at very bad. least like a crash override type of yeah. move. Right oh, there. totally, yeah. dude. Yeah, we're going total fucking hackers in this movie now. I love. Uh, so he like is asking Jennifer. Jennifer Jason Lee has this huge suitcase, and she's like about to murder her. And Tobias says, "Oh, excuse me, Miss. Do you know if Allie lives here?" He's like, "Oh no, I I don't know that." He's like, well, why you got her suitcase? And like shoves his way into the apartment like something yep. must be wrong. So Dude. so so she was keeping her suitcase down by the incinerator. Yeah. I, it's like a storage unit also slash. Yeah. Maybe there's a big yeah. pile to burn and not to burn. Well, they got <laughs> they got those in buildings. I mean, I've never sure. lived in one, but like in the basement, there's a bunch of cages and it's your it's mm. your storage unit kind of thing. Uh, but it, this is the I think it might be one of the greatest lines Tobo has ever uttered in the motion picture, in a, any motion picture he's been in. He fucking runs into this apartment and Caesar fucking taped up to the chair and just goes, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, I had to fucking stop, rewind, and watch that reaction six times. <laughs> Curse words in his mouth are always fun. It's Every cool. time. it does. It's never fail. On That's what one. it is. It's the cursing. You're totally right. And um, it's they. He gets into a, a very quick fight with Jennifer Jason Lee, like because he's fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in this scene. He's like yeah. twenty feet tall. He's just like swatting her like a fly, and then uh, oh, you know, don't worry about her. I took care of her. Exactly. Oh, what now? I'm murdered. I got shot in the face through a pillar. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, she knocks oh. it with uh, with something heavy, maybe a lamp or something. He knocks over, and then the pillow and the gun in the face. Did this Oof. happen to him in California? Fortification, Jordan, is that the series finale? <laughs> no, he's just banging in the bathtub, apparently. Yeah. David, Duchov David Duchovny's Hank Moody character realizes <laughs> this guy's got too big of a dick and puts a pillow over his head and shoots him. There could be how only could one. he even fit into a bathroom? Like, I would have to, how could he fit into a bathroom? He's so tall. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, is she trying to fit both Tobo and Bridget Fonda in that suitcase? I think she's going to be disappointed. Yeah, you need a bigger. I think you just leave him. And what Jennifer Jason Lee like gets her to write a suicide note, and then like now put your hand on the monitor so that people know it's really you. Right. Uh Yeah. Um, And then it it turns out, by the way, Graham is alive and just like laying unconscious in his bathtub with the cat the whole time. Uh, So you see him start stirring and he kind of like comes in to save the day, sort of like tries to attack Jennifer Jason Lee. She throws him down because he's still like a little too out of it. Then there's like this elevator fight, which isn't too bad. And you realize like, oh, fuck, like because Bridget finally gets knocked unconscious again. And you're like, oh, she's being dragged like through the basement. She's going to put this woman in the incinerator, not too shabby. <laughs> and not I'm bad. cheering on my couch. Yeah. <laughs> Someone needs to get in this thing. It's sad that it doesn't I happen. Agree. Uh, nobody. <laughs> Maybe that cat. was the ending they didn't like. But what I, what I love about Chekhov's incinerator actually went off. <laughs> <Kevin>. <laughs> the incinerator thing. It's like, okay, there's a wheelbarrow down there. Perfect for bodies. There's also sure. a giant meat hook that Jennifer Jason, Jason Lee grabs oh, out of a right. closet. What yeah. is that shit? It's, an, it's, the, it's exactly the weapon from I know what you did last yeah. summer. It uh, totally she's is. just missing the slicker. Um, Roger Ebert, by the way, in his review, called this movie a slasher, which I don't think is correct. No, um, old Raj was off that day. Incorrect. No. That's not a horny slasher. thriller, Raj. Horny thriller. <laughs> yeah, like, but I could totally imagine Hetty just like totally menacing a summer camp. Oh, that would be <laughs> oh, absolutely <laughs> that That's the, the sequel I want. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Single white summer camp. I think I like that <laughs> idea. <laughs> There's a place for singles in the cat skills. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, you know, whatever. She, uh, Jennifer or um, Bridget Fonda pulls a little bit of a Michael Myers here. Like Jennifer Jason Lee turns around because she's like she's dragging her, but she realizes she can't look at her face. So she covers it up with a blanket. So then when she turns around, it's just the blanket there. Oh, she's gotten up and she's like crawling around an event somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really yeah. see how this went down. And then throws a rat on, on Jennifer Jason. Lee. That's great, dude. Rat as attack weapon. Not too bad. She kills her with this Navy SEAL maneuver that I've never like. She's like upside down. Her knees are on a pipe and like repels down and stabs her in the back. I'm like, this is not what this character mm-hmm. can do. I'm sorry. And speaking of commando too, with, exactly. the, with the screwdriver <laughs> from the elevator that was established right. that you need sometimes to open the great door or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So thank goodness that was explained to yeah, us early they on. They set it all up. <laughs> There's a lot of checkoffs here. A checkoff screwdriver, checkoffs incinerator, <laughs> mm-hmm. checkoffs crowbar, checkoffs blowjob. You see her buy those things, man. You're like, where are those going? If you see knife shoes in first act, <laughs> by third act, have to smash into someone's eyeball. <laughs> Do you think that story got closed down after these events? It's like, I don't know. Uh, the, the autopsy report says he was murdered by some kind of Knife shoe? <laughs> I think at, at the very least, you're taking that shoe off the market. Oh, you yeah, know what? Okay. No, no. Sales are going through the roof. You know, I need a knife shoe to defend me and my family. All right. Yeah, it's a bunch of dudes in fucking camouflage jackets coming to buy them. Yeah, I'm and here the- for the knife shoes. Oh, 
I'm just thinking about like a Frank Reynolds, like a Danny DeVito's character from It's Always Sunny, just like being like, I got a new, I got a new scam. What about night shoes? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was an episode where he wanted people to take shots out of a shotgun, right? So. Yeah, so that works. So that <laughs> yeah. works. That totally works. Uh, and I'm, when you say like all these uh, survivalist dudes, I would love if they didn't make knife shoes and all these survivalists are walking around in high heels, but they're knife high heels. It's like, <laughs> what? These are from my defense. <laughs> I look fabulous. Look, I got a lot of new empathy for women. It is hard to walk around in these. It's very difficult. <laughs> I mean, it is. That's why I do not own them. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't, well, do you not own knife shoes of any kind? No, no knife uh, shoes, unfortunately. It's a, it's a bummer. I have the James Bond knife shoe where you click your heels together and a blade <laughs> comes out of the toe. That's a good move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just the last bit of this movie is like a little bit of a like voiceover from Bridget Fonda. Like this seems a little messy here. Yeah. Where it's just she's like giving all of this information about uh, Hetty's character, which like doesn't matter anymore because she's fucking dead in the basement. But it's like you know, oh yeah, she never forgave herself for being the twin that survived the drowning or whatever. Like this movie needs to make it that she drowned that sister. Yeah, like yeah. I hate. They try to like drum up sympathy for this woman, like right at the end of it. Like, no, 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 no. But I'm, she fucking threw that dog out the window. She, you know, sexually yeah. assaulted Stephen Weber, killed him, the whole thing. I'm going to forgive her or whatever. And then it's also like, I cried for a week, you know, during Sam's funeral. Oh, by the way, Graham lived. Anyway, goodbye. Credits. See <laughs> you guys later. See ya. It's Massive been nice. head trauma. Massive head trauma. Um, but that is the end of this movie, the end of Single White Female. Uh, Jordan, we'll start with you. Uh, thoughts, uh, final thoughts on the film, how it held up for you. Would you recommend it? All that good stuff. Well, like, I feel like, like, as, as I get older, I'm constantly just like thirsty for a horny movie from the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, it, it's it's late. You're having a glass of wine. You're going to watch Single White Female. Maybe you got like, <laughs> you know, like that's that's real. It's really chill. Like I had a blunt with it and it was quite nice. Uh, <laughs> so I would, I would say, yeah, I mean, like the problems with it are very much like the problems of the 90s in general. <laughs> mm, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but it's still but it's still fun and kind of head and shoulders above like what it would look like now. <laughs> yes, oh, well, sure. that's that's for damn sure. And who can speak to that but none other than Steve Sadak, lifetime extraordinaire himself. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, it's definitely a recommend, especially because, I mean, yeah, problematic elements, uh, like what Jordan said, for sure, uh, abound, really. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's, it, it, it's actually an effective little movie. It's an hour, 47 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, it's yep. so... Uh, you know, things start getting weird within a half hour. You're like, okay. And then, and then it's over. You know what I mean? And like, mm -hmm. we go on all these divergences. It looks very good. Uh, the apartment is insane, but that it, 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 it's kind of apartment porn too, in that way too. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely yeah, want to live yeah. there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had a lot of, a lot of fun with it. It's like on every like six or seven year movie, definitely a hangover movie too, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it also just like has great cinematography also, yes, which yes. we didn't mention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, the guy, uh, it's uh, uh, Suspiria, the original, uh, he, he did, he shot Same it. Same DP? It, oh, really? Oh, yes. yeah. uh, oh hell yeah. Yeah, which is really something. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, the blues in this movie, like, when you see them, it reminds me a lot of the use of blue in fuck. I'll remember in a second. Eyes wide shut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like, oh, someone else has seen a fuck movie. (laughs) Luciano Tavoli did, uh, shot this movie, which is, he did a really good job. Uh, Chris Cabin. Uh, yeah, I, I, I highly re- recommend this, actually. It's good trash. It's just really good trash. It's mm-hmm. well-acted. I mean, Shorter is just a really good director. He knows where to put the images. And like I said, like, the blues are good. The reds are, like, the oranges are good. Like, when the, it's, like, sun coming through the, uh, 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 what's it called? The, window? the, the kitchen window. window. <laughs> the, the kitchen window where, like, gotcha. they're talking. Uh it's amazing. Like, it just looks good. It's just a script by Don Roos of all people. It's just insane. And like, I, I, it just lost it at the end. Like, total thread is lost at the end. I'm like, okay, you're just hurrying to end this at this point. But still, yes, I would say do it. Yeah, and I saw that it was like his first screenplay and it's like, it reads like it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty wild. <laughs> well, uh, I will also obviously recommend it. This is a lot of fun. I, I hadn't seen it since we watched it back in our apartment days in Astoria, Queens. And uh, I forgot a lot of it. And it was just, it was a it was a blast revisiting it. So definitely check it out. If you have not, or if you have, revisit this sucker. Yeah, it is currently on HBO Max here in the States, so you can check it out there. I would totally recommend it. It's fucking, it's blissfully entertaining trash. You know, it's probably like the third or fourth time I've seen it. Had a good time with it. I'm not going to say anything that anyone else here hasn't already said, but uh, yeah, I would uh, wholeheartedly recommend it. So that's going to do it for this episode. Jordan, thanks so much for coming back and hanging out, and uh, we'll give the floor to you now. Plug away. What do you got going on? What do you want folks to read and listen to and all that good stuff? Uh, you can listen to Bad Romance. We're like on a break right now, but we're recording new episodes soon. We just did a live show recently. That was really fun. We did John Tucker Must Die. That's not online yet, but, um, hopefully, unless we lost the audio, which is possible. Um, (laughs) been there. I I am on like Twitter and Instagram at Judy Squirrels. Um, uh, you know, you can read my film criticism. I write for like the Hollywood Reporter and some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Well, thanks for coming on and hanging out again. This was a blast. Uh, and so that's going to do it for this episode. But as always here on We Hate Movies, you can get more content over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, this month's uh, we Love Movies episode is on Chris Nolan's uh, Memento, which is now, now folks, you'll see this is the Tobo connection here uh, mm-hmm. with those two motion pictures. We got who we got in the Gleep Glossary this month, Eric? Oh, General Grievous, the uh, the robot uh, alien uh, with emphysema with lightsabers who's not a, yeah, anyway. Listen to the episode. <laughs> uh, we got pound puppies on animation damnation. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is like the yeah, funniest yeah. little cartoon about sending dogs to a gas chamber. It's a little weird. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a totally unsettling episode. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and as always here on the main feed, the show will continue next Tuesday. There's a brand new episode. Uh, Steve, what are we uh, talking about next week, my friend? The spooktacular, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, it's, it's here. We're it so is. excited. Uh, we are doing yeah. an American werewolf in Paris. Uh. Ooh, yeah. Tom Everett Scott. Yeah, his gap year in Paris, I think. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's him. It's uh, Julie uh, Delpy. Uh, Julie Delpy, of course. Uh, and then, Steve, we were talking about this the other night. The, the other guy is who? 
Oh God, Vince Valouf, I think is this gentleman's name. Oh. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. Is that like an auto name generator or something? Yeah, what the? <laughs> Hold on. Now I have to look it up. Uh, I'm curious. Yeah. I have to say, the only thing that I remember about that movie, because it's been ages and ages since I watched it once on VHS, is that I believe they bungee jump off the Eiffel Tower. They certainly do. That sounds right. His name is Vince. His name is Vince Falouf. He was in Rat Race. Uh, he's That's the one right. with all the all the like uh, what do you call it there uh, face piercings and rat race. Um, huh. Yeah, so there's something. Huh. Yeah, so coming up next week, it's a movie starring one dude you may remember, one woman you <laughs> definitely remember, and one dude you've definitely never heard of in your life. Uh, so until next week with an American Werewolf in Paris, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak, Eric Siska, Chris Cabin, Jordine Sells. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.